0: you doing? I'm nervous to talk and I shouldn't be, but I am. I hope everyone is doing good all around the world. Uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, welcome to another Wednesday edition of weekly games chat. I gotta say though, if you're cool, you came on Tuesday and you showed up on twitch.tv backslash weekly games chat and you hung with the boys while we did this thing live, and you saw us on some exclusive hot mess um stuff for this week's episode, but we're not gonna talk about it. It doesn't exist. We didn't capture it. it it's Ex- not there. Exclusive.
1: Exclusive. Goes but to yeah, my name- <laughs> twitch.tv deletes original stream video.
0: <laughs> my name is uh Sean, and as you just heard, I'm I'm not alone. I am not alone. Um, as always, I'm joined by my good friends. This is this is so fun because we get to come together, you know, once a week and we hang out and we talk about video games. What's better than that? I would I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. And let me uh welcome John and Chris to the show. John, how you doing, sir? It's good to see you.
2: Can you hear me? Huh? Can you hear me? <laughs>
0: Hello. <laughs> yes, I Hello. What's is up, everybody out there?
2: How's everybody doing? Y'all looking wonderful in your pastel backgrounds it's wonderful <laughs> just very masculine which is you know that's what it's all about let me ask you this mm-hmm.
0: does anybody um never mind i was going to ask a question that was a totally a squirrel moment and i shouldn't do that no do it no we need we need to get all the intros done first so we need to welcome chris chris no
2: no no no, no, no. ask your question he can wait no he am, caused, did you see he caused this problem he can wait you you
0: see it like but if you're listening right now you don't have the visual but i had a screen that was on just now that i needed sunglasses for i don't know why it was so bright so my question was going to be if i could make that screen like you know how there's day mode and night mode i wanted to know if that was a night mode option um but i'll i'll get i'll fix it no worries um but yeah let's let's welcome john you held up a beer so i'm going to go to that right after we intro chris and let's see what he's been up to for the past five minutes.
1: <laughs> uh well my boom my boom mic stand arrived, so uh Did that's it actually all... show up. Yeah, literally. I was like, I knew. I was like, UPS, if this had come through the US uh United States Postal Service, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been a problem. Would have been here at eleven AM today. And usually US uh or UPS, sorry, uh is usually here about three PM. But, of course, for whatever reason, this is the one time where the delivery by 7 p.m. came true.
0: It actually happened. And as
1: soon as we go live, like, I'm guessing that's why we had the audio issues. Is like, you know, they knew they were about to be there. They're like, hey, we don't want to interrupt the recording. So you're saying the
0: podcast guys were like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, check out the map. The UPS guy's about to be here. They're going, this can't happen. Stop the podcast, stop the audio. The door needs to be knocked on yeah, pretty and then much. we're golden. Yeah. I mean, it sounds legit to me. I'll go with it. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Um I know you made a um uh drink run before the show. I just know that cuz I'm your friend. Did you happen to get any uh exclusive beers this week? You know, like PBRs? <laughs> no, I did not. Uh but yeah, I told I told John I was coming back to you, John. What are you drinking this week from Aldi?
2: Uh I don't I don't I forgot what it's called but it's that same stuff from last week um th- with pecans in it. Well, you know, yeah. flavored. It's really good. I'm enjoying it.
0: It's got the yeah, we did the whole the whole <laughs> I'm I'm hammering. I'm doing great. Let's talk about video games. But um if you're listening to the show or if you're watching on Twitch, uh remember this first few minutes we're just doing a hang. We're doing a catch kind of like a catch up with what's been going on in the world that we can talk about? Um, we tend to leave out, you know, like politics, religion, and all that heavy stuff. And we just kind of have fun
2: uh-huh. with our couple
0: <laughs> hours we're together, except for that one word that begins with a U. Um, and, and yeah, I, I will say just to remind, if if you happen to be a mother who's listening this week, Mother's Day just happened last Sunday. I hope you had a great Mother's Day. I really do. Um, I know that, that I love my mother with all my heart and, um, Not everybody has that, so I hope you have great memories and and all that stuff. Because moms rule, at least in my world, you know. You might hear what I just said and went, Whoa. "Mom," you know. And if that's you, that's you. That's your relationship. It is what it is. I'm just giving a shout out
2: saying that, Sean. I appreciate
0: <laughs> to the to the moms. <laughs> um, really funny. Um, so as soon as I, of course, mentioned that we try to stay out of politics and religion. Number 1 fan of the show, uh Nacho Ordinary Gamer is in our Twitch chat, ladies and gentlemen, and immediately mentions politics. <laughs> About to get this ban hammer out. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, he's a he's a mod so if the mod could <laughs> John, <laughs> It's great. It's if for anything else, just come to Twitch and watch what happens in the conversation. The instant feedback you can give us on anything we talk about, we'll randomly laugh. Maybe we don't bring it up for the recording, but we randomly laugh, and we go from from there. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a friend from work that wants to know the podcast name, so I'm going to type that real quick. And let's see if he joins. That would be hilarious. But uh, I watched, um, I want to start off with this, because I heard that Chris finished it, and I don't know if John, um, John watched it. So this is hilarious. I'm going to say that I love this show, and right now I'm having a brain freeze, and I don't remember the name of the show that our friend Josh wanted me to watch. Oh, Invincible? Yeah.
1: I talked about I that last to week.
0: to say, no, you did, but I yeah. started watching it this week. Mm-hmm. And, and the joke was, you don't really like it. You thought it was meh and all that stuff.
1: Is that wrong? Do I have that? that is wrong. wrong. Josh, our friend is just like... He will Is not he stop talking, yeah he he will not stop talking it's a, he loves this, like, and this yeah. was it for for the longest time, Josh has never show his face on on when we're in discord, right, so you just get whatever profile image he has, and for the longest time, it was actually invincible, but none of us really know- knew that because we'd not read invincible, right, uh, but here the last couple of weeks now that I got to actually watch the show i i've told him i said like there's good and bad there's things they could do better but the one thing i can say is it made me go buy the comics and i've read the whole entire series now and i i really like it i like it more uh from robert kirkman's stuff i like it more and i like walking dead so well I'll take tell that you this, for what it
0: is i don't know what it was he's got this way that he can caress me and he can <laughs> get me <laughs> he can get me um yeah that's that's what I take out of it too. Everybody just heard you mention that you like comics better than shows. That's not necessarily true because I
1: like the boys, the T V show, more than I like the comic, and I've read a couple now. Okay.
0: Okay. So yeah. boom. Instantly fixed what I was gonna make fun of. Yeah. Uh but Josh has a way where he just goes, you know, he tickles your ear or whatever. He goes, Hey, you wanna you wanna go you wanna go grab this mount? And I'm all of a sudden I'm playing WoW again, right? <laughs> Even though that didn't happen with this recent reentry to WoW. Uh or he'll 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 say it enough or catch you on the right day. And the next thing you know, you're sitting in front of your I was sitting right here in front of these monitors. I'm on my Amazon Prime account. I go to Prime Video, I do the search, there it is. I forgot that it was animated. It was like an it's animated in a way that's like a a late eighties, early nineties, maybe even mid nineties cartoon. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I think of like the first teenage mutant ninja turtle style kind of. And I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And Josh goes, Hey, you know, don't, when the credits come up, don't stop watching it. it mm-hmm. Those are kind of like not meant to be the end of the show. I don't know if you've watched this, John, but I'm telling you right now, I am hooked on this show. I could not believe what happened at the end of episode one on season one. And um, Josh, Josh told me, you know, it's funny because comics generally can be better or usually are better than the movies, right, Chris? Sure. He said that he preferred the way that ending happened versus the comics because of the way it just kind of flowed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, there's some very heavy and I'm looking in the chat now. There's some very heavyweight, like voice actors, um, on this show. And one of them is JK Simmons. Yeah. So it's top notch. It's very, uh, if you have children that watch it or want to watch it, oh. I would shut that down.
1: Not um, for the kiddos. Definitely
0: not, not for the kids. Yeah. Um, uh, so that should make anyone like, you know, old enough or they don't they don't care, they do what they want. Uh, you know, you guys watch it. It's it's a good watch. I'll probably talk about it for the next couple of weeks. I can't believe um that I didn't. Shout out to uh Georgia Null. Uh that's a real life friend and and work partner. Um I mean, he is checking um, us out. He's saying what's up.
1: I can say though, uh I watched what, what was it? Jupiter's Legacy, which came out Friday. Yeah. on you uh, the whole Netflix thing? yeah I watched it all this weekend and between Invincible and that that's definitely the better of the two <laughs> um, uh, I want I wanted Marvel. to enjoy Jupiter's Legacy I think more than I I ended up there's good parts and I'm interested to see what they can do with their second season right, uh, right. With where it ends but yeah there were parts that dragged a lot so and I can't say that's necessarily true with Invincible I think Probably the only one I personally enjoyed I just because I like mystery shows was probably WandaVision of uh, the ones Let here ha- recently, I guess. John, have you watched anything in that vein since WandaVision? Did
0: you watched the Falcon uh, Disney show, right? Did you like that? You did like that. I remember you did.
2: And it have was, you even watched- it, was, it was fine.
0: You said it was better than
2: Wanda. No, I said the first episode was better than the entire season of Wanda. That's
0: right. If I'm going to quote John, ladies and gentlemen, I have to do it right. That's exactly right. Uh, but have you watched anything or, or I know you've been playing our topic pretty hardcore. Yeah. For,
2: since trying <laughs> to, um, <laughs> you know, a friend of the show BK has been for years telling me that I needed to go watch the Sopranos. So I've been watching the Sopranos, what? I think I'm on the third season of Sopranos. Interesting. I I didn't realize it started so late in the nineties. I thought it, I thought it was, well, I thought it started mid two thousands. I just, mm. it's just just evidence that I'm just getting old, but um, I, I actually watched a show um, at the recommendation of my sister-in-law called the wilds on Amazon prime. It's about this group of teenage girls that get stranded on this desert island, but there's a hook to it. It's like, it's like, it's been, it's like it's been simulated to experiment on like uh, observing how teenage girls interact alone on a desert island. It's got, it's got some lost vibes, even though there's no, there's no um, metaphysical stuff to it, but it's, it's more, it's more social commentary wrapped around very entertaining um, show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's how I felt with uh, what's that one show that I feel like, no one was watching and then all of a sudden because of netflix uh and then putting the seasons on there everyone even people i would not expect to be watching was watching which is uh the 100 right like yeah you've that's ever, a pretty good uh, show yeah pretty like pretty
0: good. it's a good show good. i um i i stumbled across uh and this has been out i think a little bit on netflix the son of Sam. It's like a. It's basically a movie. It's not a series yeah, or anything. it just came out. It kind of reevaluates this one guy who who couldn't let go that something wasn't right with the son of Sam. And when I brought that up, and I hate to do it again, to bring up Josh, but he was on that day, and he goes, Ah, no, I watched, I watched Mind Hunter. and you know, they were going off real facts, and they talked in the in the show. They talked to um, David Berkowitz. Mm-hmm. and he said he made it all up and he confessed and yada 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 mm-hmm. but I tell you what's interesting about this movie on Netflix right is that how and they really they really hammer this in so every time something happened you get a sketch right and none of the sketches looked the same mm-hmm. and everybody the more the more deaths that happened people saw they kept seeing him clearer and clearer and they he never looked the same isn't that crazy but when they found him they found the gun. They found a note in the glove box. They did all the things. It was a, you know, an open and shut case, right? Or so you think. But that's what I like about movies like this. They kind of make you think. And did, correct me, did I see that this movie spurned, is that the right word, spawned a new investigation or a new at least look into the evidence? Or did I um?
1: I always thought not... that was like... Case closed, but what do I know?
2: Yeah, I always thought so too. Yeah. But you, I, I, don't,
1: I, I, I feel like there's this thing that Netflix is like doing where they're just taking every single, you know, mass murder case or whatever, or just even anything and like kind of almost doing what every defense lawyer does, right? Yeah. Where they're just like, yeah. yeah, but what about? As opposed to just going like, right, you still haven't answered X, Y, and Z, which clearly point to your man. That yeah. was convicted by a jury of his peers, right? Like, and it goes it, all the way back to that first show uh, that hit big for them, um, with the uh, the guy and his uh, his nephew or whatever that got set oh, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and everyone pushing on that. How you know, to make it, a murder? It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, or even going to something like Serial originally. If you want to go to the podcast. Second time we brought that up that's today, Sean. Like, that's funny. To, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is funny is um. So we talk about Josh. He gets
0: he gets these big britches that he puts on. Right. He feels like he's he's like you know all of a sudden a moderator. Oh, he is a moderator. Crap. Um, but he says weekly game shot brought to you by Netflix and Amazon Prime. You know this is where we throw shade back at Josh. And if we said you know if you listened every week you would see how this is kind of what we do.
2: Funny Boom. though, I I, I haven't. Netflix as a streaming service has been my least go-to streaming service over the past few months. Yeah, because there's always a Marvel show, there's always a Star Wars show. Um, You know, I just I don't know. I I haven't really watched much. They took away The Office, they took away Friends, they all this stuff. The only time I go back to Netflix (laughs) is 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 Sean for things like Son of Sam and the fact that I know that that's now on there. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go. can I well, leave? Look, the, can I leave now? <laughs> yes.
0: And by the way, John, if you ever need to stop paying, dude, um, What's let's not kind? talk about what we're going to do, but I got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. But you
2: did bring up Disney. Are we, did we all watch bad batch? Are I we all watching yet. it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of watching. I'm wanting some shows to kind of accumulate.
0: And normally I'm the guy who does that. Right. Cause you, yeah, I don't know quite but... a bit. I couldn't wait. I've watched both episodes like
1: quick, I mean I'm like Dave I, Filoni. he knows what he's doing.
2: It, I, he oh yeah, he does.
1: I'm not like gonna out myself here, but it's just that when I get up Friday morning right now, the first thing on Disney Plus I'm watching is Big Shot starring John Stamos because, you know, basketball and uh and Mighty Ducks or whatever. That's basically what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's good, man.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. I want I, I saw the bad batch there Friday and I almost clicked it, but I was like can't say no to you, Uncle Jesse, and I just scroll over.
2: I gotta, I gotta binge my Star Wars animated shows. I just, Dude, I agree. So, I really want to
0: highlight the ones that Dave Filoni has his blessing on. You know, the ones that yeah. he really—they're amazing. Like that guy, know he gets it. He knows what he's doing, and I'm not even saying that from a fanboy perspective. Even though I am a fanboy, they're just done really well. Yeah, um, like legit.
2: So, Even if, if it, I would encourage you to go to, I think it's the third or fourth episode of the Mandalorian season two. Are we in season three or season two? Season Forget two. It. And they, they have these after the episode, they they have these round table long form discussions with producers and people and things like that. And there's one with Dave Filoni on it. And he talks about he 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 pretty much sits there and defines for you what Star Wars is all about. Mm-hmm. And listening to him talk is poetry. This this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. He's he's this guy that's worked so closely with George Lucas. You can you can argue till the cows come home about Lucas's execution of Star Wars, but Filoni understands Star Star Wars the way almost the way that Lucas understands Star Wars. And I don't understand to this day, and I know this is a whole topic I'm, you know, opening up Pandora's, Pandora's box for, but I do not for the life of me understand why Filoni is not in Kathleen Kennedy's position. I just don't get it. My a, that's, a,
0: that's, not, that's not a bad point, right? <laughs> and we are, you know, John and I are doing something that we we make fun of Chris for doing, you know, and this is okay now because we know the name. The name we drop. Right? We, we know, that, we know okay. the other names Chris does, but he... He brings out some like legit, like you got to know what you're talking about names. Um, But we do, you know, from time to time, we'll bring up like when COVID was big, we brought up, you know, COVID and stuff like that. There's something going on right now that I'm not grabbing, like grasping guys, but apparently uh, the wife on, she texts my wife and she's like, "Um, this happened. And I'm like, okay, so who can tell me why we have like, how did a pipeline get hacked? Like, legit. Like, how did that happen?
1: Are well,
0: pipelines digital and they are, they're they're yeah. hackable?
1: I mean, you have to have a system that regulates all these things and, you know, is consistent. So like call Warren G and get the regulators out there, bro. You're talking about a system that goes X number <laughs> of miles across the United States where either you would have to have thousands upon thousands of employees or you have a system that regulates it. And when you have that, it can be hacked. They say
0: that's the well, future. Here's, what, I, what I don't like to see happening, but it's going to happen in ev- inevitable blah, blah, blah in some states and some cities and things of that nature. People are going to start reading into it or read an article that says, go get gas
2: now. It's going to run out. And I'm and, like... And, and, it, and because they say it...
0: <laughs> it all. Of, I remember sitting at work, I forget how many years ago, and something like this happened, um, where... And this was probably 50, maybe um, 15 years ago. Uh, maybe you guys know what I'm talking about, but some a gas shortage happened. I will forget why. And I remember people at work were like, you got to go now. There's lines around the building. And I remember I got gas because I'm like, well, if everybody's going to panic, kind of like the toilet paper thing that happened with COVID, right? Um, all of a sudden, I'm driving home after work that day and I got gas. I'm like, okay, at least I have gas. And... I go by this gas station, and I'll never forget this. This guy, and I I lived at this time, I still, I lived in Alabama, but I lived down like just one country road. It was, and I was way down. And so this, this guy's at this gas station, and he's got his truck with a trailer, and it's one of those short trailers, right, that doesn't have like tall sides, and he's got probably 32 to 45 gas containers on the back of this short bed trailer that he's pulled. And I remember watching him. And uh, I think I stopped to get, like, a drink or something. And he was filling each one of them up after he filled up his truck. And I'm like, oh, my – do we really – what?
1: Yeah, those are the people you – Have you
2: experienced a shortage yet? No. It's um, coming. I, just, I, I went to the Shell station. Chris, you know where this is. It's on Macon Road across from the library. Yeah. Sean, you know where it is, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> you live yeah, here. <laughs> I'm just – you know. <laughs> and there were signs everywhere. I mean, I wasn't there to get gas. Um, I was there to, you know, buy a substance. But – it was no gas everywhere. And I asked the guy cause I'm stupid. I ask stupid questions. I'm like, so, so I'm not here for gas, but you're literally saying, I mean, there's signs everywhere. How literal can you be? You're literally out of gas. And he boringly said yes. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that, that's just anecdotal. One one place, it's a shell gas station. I don't, I don't know how every, I don't know how the other gas stations are in town. I didn't go on a, a search, but, um, yeah, it's 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 a it's like the toilet paper shortage. You know, they say there's toilet paper shortage, so everybody goes and contributes to the shortage. Right. And, um, and well,
0: the toilet the toilet it, paper it, thing. It, it, it's not too. Cor- well it, actually not necessarily a
2: correlation, but it's just funny the way people. It react. shows well, how
0: much when people get a hint of something and they
1: panic. Well, see, the part that's funny is they're panicking on this right because of the hack. That's not the thing they should panic on because there is going to probably they've been warning here that they're over the summer as travel picks up. Right. You're likely going to get shortages, not because we're out of oil of all things, but because of the pandemic to get out of here. Well, of the pandemic, all the people that could drive oil tankers retired like a vast number and they don't have enough people to transport the amount of gas they need across the country at the moment. Is well, guys, so? we
0: you get a Tesla? Like, is this the right? time we go to Elon Musk's team and we get a Tesla? Like, what's happening?
2: Well, I mean, if you get a Tesla, you're, you're not going to be saving the planet. At oh. least not around here.
0: But I'm going to get on a... That gets me... I get a free pass to get on a spaceship to go to Mars, right? Isn't that the... That's yeah, the way it well, works.
2: The, or you, not, get a, you get a free Waluigi costume. Or Wario costume. Yeah, it was Wario, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think,
0: think was it was Wario, yeah. No worries. I still got
2: the reference. But, that's funny. But guys, the most important thing is... Um Friday, my wife your wife your wife she did something crazy. She sent me to Aldi mm. I went to Aldi by myself. I broke all <laughs> the rules too I just I walked in the wrong lanes, went down the wrong way down down did you have your quarter. everybody looked at me like I was crazy um but she sent me there to buy frozen chicken wings, okay. So I'm looking around. I can't find anything. I'm getting to a point, and this is this is related to what we've been talking about. So I said, "Honey, I'm sorry. You know, you know how guys are like. Obviously, if I can't find it, it still means it's there. They just got to point to you where it yeah, is." Yeah, we we man looked, but it. But yeah, we man looked. <laughs> actually. I'm, let me write that down. Yeah, man looked. We man looked. But, yeah. So you know, I said it's not here. She believed me. It and and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. So. I went over to Sam's. She said, Go to Sam's because I was getting a tire fix there anyway. So I went over to Sam's and I looked at the, I looked all over the frozen food section because she had a, she, she, she knows where these things are. Like it's in her, it's in her data bank. She just knows where everything is. It's next to the milk, between the cheese, that kind of thing. She gives you that type of instruction. So I'm looking there and there's, there's, there's frozen, there's frozen chicken breasts, there's frozen this, chicken everywhere, but there is no chicken wings. So I called her and I said, Look, I'm sorry. I, I, it could be that I'm man looking again, you know? Right. But right. there's no chick, There's no frozen chicken wings. She goes, Okay, well, um, I'm Publix? on my way to get you. I'm on, yeah, well, you know, um, I'm on my way to get you. On my way, I'm going to stop by Piggly Wiggly. And for those who don't know, Piggly Wiggly is more of a independent. Piggly
0: Wiggly, first of all, if you're not from here, how great of a name is Piggly it's, Wiggly? It's for it's, a grocery it's, store. It's, Let's be honest. Hey, they're they down home.
2: Down, they used yeah, to be Down big, the street, you know, but they're, but they're more of an independent grocery chain, that kind of thing. So yeah. they're more, they're more down South. So she goes in there and she finds some chicken wings. Now these chicken wings are, <clears throat> imagine that a, imagine that these were the Hills Have Eyes version of chicken wings. <laughs> They were they were connected in ways that chicken wings shouldn't be connected. It's all you hear stories about us breeding chickens that have no legs. or genetically designed to do this or this. These things look like amoebas. I mean, they were just sh- the most strange looking chicken wings. So we make do. We take them home. We we make chicken wings. They're fine. They nothing really wrong with them. And then Clarissa says she sees her headline that says um, the 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 chicken wing shortage. Of 2021 has officially begun. <laughs> what? Is, so, dude, I don't, I don't know why, but there's gas and chicken wings. So, dude, Chris, we should, we should name this, we should name this podcast "Gas and Chicken Wings" because L- they, let's tie it back into games, John.
0: We can't get consoles and graphics cards because there's shortages of stuff
2: that we need that for.
1: Yep.
0: So the same superconductors or whatever that's that's messing up. <laughs> Well, what do you
2: do? What do you do when you play games? You eat chicken wings. Who doesn't, right? So, I mean, there's are a they going to run out of one. like
1: chip flavoring? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, you guys cover this topic. I've got to go to Publix, and I got to go to some chicken everywhere. Wings, bro, and right? Pick up about five hundred chicken wings. Get through. You know, now, Popeyes
0: we looking... had the the chicken sandwich. They had a shortage because everybody just had to have one. That's sure. different than what's happening now, right, John?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, she didn't read the article to me, so she might have some knowledge as to what's going on, but I just, I just was just kind of, of course, there's a shortage of chicken wings. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, uh, I'm starting OCRC to see
0: RC brings up a great point. This is a great KFC console plugin. <laughs> That's funny.
2: Yeah, you can, yeah, that you can keep, there's a drawer to keep
0: your
1: chicken Dude. wings warm. Wait, wait, so somebody in chat was saying there's a lumber shortage going on. Yes, there's
2: also a lumber shortage. I just want what? to
1: remark uh, being that guy that we're at twenty eight minutes. Yeah, it's it's fine, Chris. Okay. Why why would
0: you want to take away from the people? I don't from once podcast. a week you hear that this is Chris taking away the the proverbial hang with your 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 podcast host because he's got something better to do. You know, edit. <laughs> see, see what he did. <laughs> you know what? Let's just go to topic.
2: Let's just go. Screw it.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen if you've made it this far or if you skipped all the way to this point you have arrived at the topic time destination so uh thank you so much and what i always do at this point is just remind you that you did in fact make it to topic time uh chris make sure you change the banner and um twitch to show topic time because we're no longer an in intro um just putting that out there for you you know i know you're getting ready to cover this topic you got a lot on your mind i just gotta be the guy you know that that makes sure we're good on all the fronts. But, yeah, I bring up Chris because what he's going to do now is he is going to so eloquently, right, and that deep, sexy voice he's got, <laughs> he's going to let the people, and that's you, know what this week's topic is. Chris, do your thing. The
1: topic is... RETURN Oh
0: <laughs> There was. The visual never gets old, I'm telling you. It's a I Twitch.
2: Feel, it's a Twitch exclusive. It's a Twitch
0: <laughs> exclusive. I feel like John. Am I wrong? Uh, yes. Did did of course. Did it arm? It used to be a little different when we were just at his house.
1: Was it the lack yeah, of the room?
2: It, it would. He would do this and 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 like leap into the air. It was like kind of just, like
1: I was doing my Superman, right? Like, right. like I'm, I'm getting Mouse, ready to take Mouse, off, Superman.
2: Yeah. So so guys, speaking of Superman, when Nacho says "pretty pretty mall hangouts" on the Switch exclusive, is, is he talking about DC superhero girls?
1: I hope so. Uh, we know you're covering on. that game, so I can't wait.
2: Yeah. Get ready for that. That one's I'm hot on that. off. We're going to have to have a
1: five minute intro that week because we're going to let John go that. for a good two hours. No news. Yeah. Hold him back. Just, no news. Just, just, Come on, big boy. Just, straight up.
2: Hold back, John. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in the news as that guy, that, that weird Whoa. guy. That pre- that I'm going to have to, this, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to
1: uh, have to spend like the first, 15 minutes before the episode uh, just practicing the title of that because it's a mouthful.
2: Speaking of GameStop, um, I ran into Ricky today. Uh-huh. You guys remember Ricky, the manager yeah, yeah. of EB? Yeah, he's, he's, he, he's at Second and Charles. Right, right. So that. He's, he's from the before game. time. Before time,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks
0: a lot, guys. We're about to talk about Rezo Guns. <laughs> no no I, I seriously got that wrong today my bad
1: and you know what uh, yeah. i was thinking i was like i'm probably the only person i know that played their game after that and that's probably why they made this game because <laughs> no one else did next machina that was a fun game you're a mech you go around you shot things it was good it was good time. you were next you had your quarter on like the arcade machine you're like yeah. i'm next and apparently machina. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah and then they said arcade games are dead so they made this John, did you ever
0: not put a quarter on the arcade game and say you're next? Oh, all
1: the
2: time. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't know if I believe it. We had a,
2: (laughs) we had a what? We had the coolest arcade in Warner Robins, Georgia. And the reason I say it was cool is because it had a circular wooden entryway. I forget the name of the place, but I I don't know if it was, uh, that's where I always played street fighter two and. All that good stuff. Hmm. In fact, that's all very very cool nice. for a long time for a long well,
0: time. I, I know for this past week, supposedly you played uh returnal. Um, and you've that's hinted that it's, that's the rumor. I want to confirm that rumor. I, I, I can't wait to see how your experience either was the same as Chris's or different. Um, the game looked beautiful. I've, I've kept my eye on all the news for this week. I've watched YouTube videos, I just knew it wasn't a game for me, and it was confirmed when Chris was like, you you don't want to play this kind of game, Sean. This is not your cup of tea. No.
2: Well, our, I think our, and this will be sort of a, a a commentary on on an aspect of the game. I think Chris's and mine, mine, my experience with this game um, is probably going to be one of my criticisms of it. Um, oh. So that'll be interesting to see where it goes. Hmm. Okay.
0: Well, boys, the uh, the refs have blown the whistles. The ball is teed up. Let's kick this thing off and do it, huh?
2: Yeah. Do it, Chris.
1: Uh, so Returnal is a roguelite. For those who don't know, think you're Dead Cells, Hades, uh, Rogue Legacy. Legacy. That would be the big one <laughs> that kind of kicked this off, the rebirth of them. Uh, but really the big thing uh, that is big about this is the first really triple A game. Or aiming to be the first AAA game from Housemark, who is probably most well known from for things such as Resogun and Super Stardust uh, HD Dead Nation. That was another one I didn't play that one as much. Uh, but it is the story of Celine, who is starts out in this game. She's on a ship working for Astra, kind of like the alien. You know, if you're thinking of the company from there. Feels very much in those vibes, and she she gets this transmission from a uh, a planet that she calls what is it the white sound or something like that John I can't remember the exact technical oh,
2: the white the white signal
1: the white signal okay and she wants to explore it because there's something within that signal that calls to her but Astra the company that has the spacecraft says that planet is off limits well she says screw that. Because she doesn't care what they say. And she goes to attempt to land on this planet. But when she does, she crashes on it. And from there, as she tries to find the white signal, she does battle. And whenever she dies, it kind of goes to uh, live-die-repeat vibes of uh, good old Tom Cruise. Or Edge movie. of or Edge of Tomorrow, if you want to go with the original title. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, either way. Uh, where she wakes right back up groundhog day style at her Dude, spaceship that would have sold me and tries to run it again until she gets Dude can that would have this.
0: sold me to play this game
1: Yeah I don't think the part that wasn't the part that would you would have a problem with Sean the part you would have had the problem with is the you know there's,
2: there's tons of of ogres I Yeah, mean, they're <laughs> everywhere
1: That's that's this that's is, the best way to say
0: that's it That's called a throwback chat and and everyone listening cuz I hate ogres
1: Yeah <laughs> So this is a roguelike in the sense of you start out every single run, the exact same. All you have is a pistol. The pistol, the only difference that can be is the kind of alternative fire that's on there. It always has like you can have one that shoots out a barrage of hits, some that have homing missiles, uh one that kind of does like a bomb thing, uh a shield breaker, all all that kind of stuff, right? Uh and Then it's kind of progressing through the levels, which they call biomes in this, finding new things, a few that you kind of get permanently along with things that you just unlock. And therefore you have the probability of picking up as you try to build yourself up, beat a biome, go to the next one, beat that biome and go and eventually build up enough where you can beat the game in theory. Um. And as far as a roguelike, John, I know you don't have a lot of, like, history with these kind of games, right? You, is this the first one you've ever
2: played? It is. It's the first one. And Ooh. I got to say, Chris, I, I, I kind of reject the idea that these are biomes. They're levels. You yeah. just call them yeah. levels. All right. <laughs> it's like saying that all the all the areas in Samus in, in, in a Metroid game are biomes
0: yeah why why has that term biomes become kind of a popular thing to say like uh, that's just we, what they say in this game i don't know why because we're, right. collect,
2: we're collectively pretentious people yeah all of us they're from we like our words i don't know feeding
1: <laughs> um but yeah i mean they do feel distinct like areas and all that right like the first one's right. a very swampy kind of marshland and then the second one is almost like mars uh and i don't know there? really i don't know how to describe the third one which is where i'm at so now. funny it's kind of like a bunch of pillars. I don't know, but it also so you're
2: so you're in the third area.
1: Yeah, and I've made Man, it to the I boss. Thought
2: you'd be I thought you'd have finished this game by now.
1: Man, I tell you what. Come on, this Chris. game is just uh I am, not to mention uh, I need to
0: pause everything right now, and this did not affect his gameplay of Returnal. Yeah, but you need to watch the way you're talking to a Rocket League tournament champion, John. That's okay? true.
1: That's true. You're, you're talking to. Uh you know master goalie four <laughs> saves in the finals, completely won the game for my team, didn't even have to score, and I won him. He's the
0: Ron Weasley of rocket League right now, yeah, started yeah. out as a terrible goalie, you know, and then by the end of it he was he was the best
1: yeah <laughs> uh but so, anyway.
2: i mean i gotta i gotta jump in on and and say and Chris, I don't know if you agree with this or not um but from a from a technology perspective. Returnal is, I feel like, almost that Bioshock moment where you're going, this is next gen. Mm -hmm. And the reason I feel that way is is it's not just the, the smoothness of the gameplay, which obviously I'll get into, but I have to describe the haptic feedback on the PS5 controller. Mm-hmm. Really did something I didn't think was capable of by completely immersing me, Sean. When you get out of the ship, you're immediately noticing that it's raining. And no, 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 is this
0: your first time using the haptic controller on anything that really brought you to the it's, world? It's
2: it's not it's not that I haven't seen it. Right. Implemented, but I've never seen it implemented the way this game implements it, the haptic when they do yeah, it right, You didn't dude, do Astrobot, it's... did you? Uh, no, I, I, did, I didn't. It. I didn't. But let me I let did. me just say, I mean, you go out and it's trickling down the rain. It's like a light drizzle, but you feel you feel the raindrops in in every aspect of your palms and your fingers. It's like it's mm-hmm. feeding you those raindrops. And it's just a strange. It goes away very subtly over time mm-hmm. when you're in a certain room. But <laughs> but it but it's just it's just it's a fascinating. And and I hear that if if you have the the 3D audio headphones, that you're really experiencing what PlayStation Five's interpretation of next gen is. So I I just I just think in that at and in that regard, the the way it gives you haptic feedback is really second to none so far that I've experienced. I mean, yeah. I mean, Miles Morales did it very well. Like you could feel the train on the subway in the, in your, in your palms, but this one just does it. It just hits different. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, of the <laughs> it two slaps, is that right? Of the it two slaps. things that, um, what you call it? Uh, that the, uh, dual sense does like that are unique to it. Like as far as next gen, I like the haptic feedback stuff a lot more. And like, that was nice. Like, like when, as you were talking about, it's raining, I would set my controller down on the desk and like, I could just see it vibrating for every individual raindrop. And I was like, that's pretty cool. The adaptive triggers. I'm not so much a fan of like at first, weird at first I was using it. And then I was like, this is just so much easier to turn off because like the way it's working with this one is it's trying to do your alternate fire. Right. So like, you hold it halfway to if you just want to aim in and then you can fire, right? And that's like your zoom in, which is useful because it tells you where weaknesses are on enemies and things like that. But then you pull it all the way in if you want to fire your alt ability. And that seems like a good idea because you're not having to use as many buttons. But then like the way this game is really played, 90% of the time you're not aiming down sights because you're consistently moving. So it's like it's an extra step to be able to fire your alt ability. So I just changed it to the classic, you know, instead, whenever I wanted to fire my alt, I just hold down L one and then boom, you know, plus
2: plus it was weird getting, um, getting used to it. I just abandoned, I didn't change any settings. I just abandoned, Mm -hmm. um, zooming in to shoot. I just was doing the whole aiming free, free aim. But the fact that when the, the, when there's resistance halfway down the trigger, that was a weird sensation. Yeah. Um, and I was like, since when does my trigger do that? I didn't know it did that and it doesn't, <laughs> but that's what the, you know, that's what the haptic feedbacks for. Yeah. So the, so the controller, the controller is really useful. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know if I would, um, I don't know if I'd trade the haptic feedback. I might, um, if it just meant getting a controller that lasts 10 hours on a charge, but oh my God. I, I just, I just I have play to, with the wire. <laughs> It's the, so crazy yeah. <laughs> how they've
0: gone from that controller that that wasn't an issue on to now. Well, it, well, it uh, was.
2: It was like I mean, ps Ps4 controllers. People complain about how quickly they drain because of that oh, light. Yeah. But now they've really just ramped it up and made and this thing makes coffee now. But it's just like it it it, it just drains the battery like so. Like Chris, you said. I mean, I just keep it plugged into my central console yeah. on the couch. It's most of the time,
1: it's one of those things I always just notice whenever I go play either an Xbox or Nintendo game because I can charge that the night before I get the game, right, and then I don't have to worry about it for a week. <laughs> you Dude, know that Nintendo
0: but... pro controller
1: is amazing on charge,
0: and like you said, xbox controllers, yeah, especially if you get a battery pack, man.
2: I've yeah. only charged the switch controller one time I've battery had it five years <laughs> pack man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, so. As far as, like, it's really hard for me to compare this because there's really never been a AAA roguelike. It's been these things where it's small teams who are really passionate that do really good gameplay, right, but they don't have huge budgets, right? So it's it's the folks uh, over at Supergiant doing Hades where it's like, hey, we get by because we have artists here that can draw this and make it look pretty, but it's not like... You know, we're not over here making God of War. You know, we're not spending five hundred million dollars to make uh to make uh you know the characters look that dang good. It's just really good art style. Uh, and, and plus, it,
2: Ro- and plus, Roguelite is kind of your kind of where was people's answer to cheap game development. Let's yeah. recycle all these areas. Yeah, make it a new experience, but we're still recycling. You know, all these areas so we so that we have to, we don't have to blow our budget or bust our budget. Mm, you and know, try to bust
0: early. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think the other yeah. thing I've noticed <laughs> is like where, you know, it took me about 25, 30 hours to beat Hades. But when I actually think of like the winning run, I don't think it was more than maybe an hour and 15 minutes total from start to finish. And that's like a game where you can't really skip anything. You're going to go through all those areas and have those boss fights. It's just that you've built up and you know what you're doing you know you know how to you, you know all the bosses what they're trying to do to you you know your uh your weapons the ones that you really like and the only thing that's really the factor that's changing is where the random drops you're getting and the boons as far as that alter your gameplay style per run right this is not that like this is you know just to go through that first biome or whatever you want to call it level Uh, it is, you know, you are going to go through and it's 12 rooms and it's going to take you unless you're just really good at this game, I guess, you know, maybe that's my problem. Uh, it's going to take you an hour just to do that whole entire biome to explore everything, get every, you know, piece, make sure that you've got the upgrades you feel like you need for that boss fight. Uh, and you can get there and that boss fight is no more than two, three minutes and you can watch all that work go completely kaput. Um, and the other part that's interesting and weird about it, whereas, as I said before, like with something like Hades or Dead Cells, yeah, you always start back at the beginning. In Dead Cells, there are a couple of ways you could speed up the process. Um, but even then, you're still talking about like, you know, it's not an hour to go from phase one to phase two. Here, like, and you need to go through the level to get everything what you need. Here, it's like once you beat a biome, it gives you the option to pretty much skip the boss and skip having to go do the work. And it gives you an upgrade in theory so that you're incentivized to do so. But then once you've gotten that upgrade, it's all about luck of the draw, really, as far as what you get and when you get it as to how long you're going to last in this thing. Because if you're not taking the time to go put in <laughs> all the grind to get certain uh, pieces that are probably always going to be there, it's hard to get far. Especially when you get into that third biome and like you're still with the original pistol that you had when you got when you woke up at your ship dropping bodies. John Rambo I don't yeah, care. It, it's not. That's where I think they have yeah, a problem, well, and that's
2: where John Rambo a cared about. a lot this time. It in was... this game, man. <laughs> It's, it, there's, I don't know, here's where we, you know, I, I was thinking, Chris, um, because of, you know, your lifestyle and the things you, you know, the things you have more time for, I was actually just, just now surprised that you're just, you're still in the third uh, level, the third area. Because one of the things where I think this game, and look, I'm I, I don't think that, I don't think that a game has to be designed for me so I can take that out of the equation and just, sure. and just recognize this as an as is. Um, it's really weird for me with this game. You have to really commit a couple of hours to playing this game at a time. Yes. You can't, you cannot pick this game up, play for 15 minutes and get anywhere with it. No. Um. It's, it's not forgiving that way. It, it takes you a significant amount of time before you get, some sort of cut scene unlocked or you or you go into that a location that reveals more of the story or you get a permanent weapon that doesn't go away when you die things like that um and that was part of my problem I'd always because of the nature of 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 my life and how it and how it is a wonderful life I might I might add but having to just kind of uh you know I have to put that down then there are times when you are just you're just balling out and you're just having this incredible run Yeah. and it ends and you start over and mm. it just deflates. And as I understand it, games like Hades are designed to, you know, do the same thing, but there's because of the, because of the, the, the length of time it takes to do certain runs it's more inviting to just go, okay, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah. In this game for me, whenever I would go on those long runs, when it ended, I was like, ah, I just want to go to bed. I, yeah. I, I can't do, I can't do this again. And I think the game does a little bit too much with upgrades and things like that. It, there's just, it's just, to me, it's just really, really busy. I'm okay. Like, I would almost think that they should have applied some of the some of the rules they put in in Resogun, where you progress the game and it's it's that bullet hell in Resogun. So you can see the DNA, yeah, and it's there. But you know, just you progress a little bit, you get a better weapon. You progress a little bit, that weapon gets stronger, and make that experience more linear without you having to decide all the time which upgrade you're going to do here. You're going to go into this room and 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 decide what. What you need for this or this, because you're always picking and choosing. I found, for example, those parasites. I I don't use them. I just think that most of the time the juice is not worth the the squeeze. Sean, there's these parasites that you get in the game where it gives you a buff but takes away a buff, or grants you something but takes away something. Yeah, some of them are
1: harsher than others for sure. Yeah,
2: and in order to, I don't know, I'm just not good enough yet to where when I'm progressing through even through the first level. you find these life capsules. They're in green. They're easy to see. And you have to pick up three of them for your life meter to, or your, what, what do they call it? Your, um, what do they call it? Your resistancy, some sort of
1: yeah, something like integrity,
2: that. integrity. They call it your integrity before your life meter can expand. But in order for it to expand, you can't take any damage. No, you have to you're be these three items. You have, and you have to consistently. So I'm simply, I, on occasion I'll expand my life meter, but most of the time I'm just picking up new, new green integrity modules just to keep my, to keep myself alive. So by the time I get to that second biome, these enemies are more brutal. Now, granted it gives you that, that, that beef with the weapon, which is welcome, but I don't have any of the other buffs that I need to really survive effectively in the second, in the second level. So it's just all these things that you have to do. You you almost have to go through the entire first level to be prepared to go into the second one. Hmm. So it's I, I don't I never felt encouraged to just jump to the second level. Um, thank God once you beat a boss, the boss is dead hmm. and permanently dead. I mean that's that's that to me that's the saving grace. Well, but it uh, almost, Chad it, told you to almost, just
1: uh, get good, John. Yeah, I've heard he's, that before. Um, <laughs> a lot of it though no, is it, it's fair because it's like. You're right. Like the only way you can do it is to basically not pick up health the whole entire run, right? Hope that when you get to the end of the level, you're alive. And then go back through the level, through all these rooms, collecting every little green piece so you can first replenish your health and then hope whatever else you have increases your health pool. And then you have to go to like an item shop. There's like one in every biome that I've found so far. And there's usually like one thing that will increase your health by 25% of whatever it is at that point. And that's easily the way you do it. So you end up finding, or at least I have so far, I have found myself pretty much always running to do the same thing if I really want to make a serious run. Which is go through all these levels no matter what, get through them, go back, get my health, then go to the store and get all the currency that I've gotten from killing things to upgrade my health. And then hope there is one item in the game, which is always useful to buy, which is an astronaut figurine, because it's the only thing that I've found so far that will give you a second chance if you die. So I'm never looking at what all these other upgrades are that I could be getting. And as I said, like, you know, you also just feel like whatever grinding you did for weapons in a biome is useless once you unlock the next one, because as soon as you get there, it raises your weapon proficiency usually by like four or five levels. So, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. there's no point to be so attached to this one gun I got in the first biome that is only level two, but is the type of gun I, I got or, or I like using versus me going to the third one. Now there's a level 10 weapon That is a shotgun, which, you know, I don't mind the shotgun. Shotgun's all right, but it's nowhere near as good as this one I've got here. I would rather, like, they need some balance in the sense of, like, for those who played Hades. Hades, like, yeah, you die a lot early on, but you're consistently building up currency because at first you're working just to be like, hey, let me go out here, take this currency which carries over every single round, and I can use that to buy other weapons right so now i can see what it's like if i use a spear or the bow and arrow or you know the shield later on right uh and then on top of that you're building up buffs for yourself that are going to be beneficial right long term here the only thing that really carries over outside of a couple of upgrades that you get that kind of more so open the world and one that helps with combat for sure which is really cool like i got to say that sword is awesome um <laughs> is uh is ether. And the only thing I've found that is useful for ether is that it opens up the random artifacts, which do not fall that much during a run. Um, You know, it opens up additional ones guaranteed every time whenever you get enough to trade in. So it's a lot of farming for to unlock those artifacts. And then once you get them in the game, you're not really unless like in the later levels, maybe it's just, they start rolling them out more. But, man, that's a lot of, you know, work, <laughs> so to speak, so, before before you could maybe get those benefits. And that's that's what I'm having the trouble with, is, is no matter if you're talking like, hey, so even going to Dead Cells, Dead Cells, you don't have a set of weapons, but you consistently are finding different types of weapons, right? And then you get a random roll at the beginning of what you start with. And then right. it progresses from there. Like, they need something like that in this game instead of it always just being... Here's a pistol and no upgrades whatsoever for your first two biomes as you're going through. Like they need so some would, sort of balance.
2: So what would you say about this game regarding, you know, roguelites have always been small scale, Yeah. you know, so this is, it's, this is sort of the first attempt or, you know, the first high profile attempt mm-hmm. to bring this into the AAA space. Is it a miss? Is it a good first step or is it, or is it a resounding success? What do you think? Uh,
1: I think it's a good swing try, and I think if they do some patches, right? Like, because have they... done patches every. Oh no, year. no, those are stability <laughs> patches, right? Like those. But we of all cheese. have a good patch, boys. We, we do. Patches. We do. Unless we you do do have to roll them, well, them right. back after you uh, put them out because they completely delete your progress or something like that. I just
0: like to grab them and
1: pull them and run my oh, hand. Oh, oh okay. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about, Sean. That's but what um, about.
1: like you know, <laughs> if they can. Do some patches where it's like, like I said, maybe at the very beginning when you spawn your ship, there's three chests, right? And maybe one of them, two of them are weapons with different alts on them, and the other is maybe an artifact, right? Or maybe one time and it's look, two artifacts. I don't know.
2: It might, it might, it might sound like we're saying make the game easier, mm-hmm. but, but that's not, I mean, Maybe that's what you're saying, but I mean, to me, it's like, make the game more enticing to balance
1: it. Yes. That's the,
2: give me, give me the incentive to once I die to go, dude, that was amazing. I want to jump in this again. But once I, once I, once I finish a run and I die and I go, I can't, I, I got to put this down. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, it, it, it has, it has kept me from playing it on a consistent basis because I'm sitting, you know, after a day of work, I'm going, do I feel like doing a two hour run where I have to commit? I have to commit to it. You know, it's just like, I I, I need to say that aside from that aspect, the combat is amazing. I agree. The controls are amazing, they are spot on, one to one, the shooting. All these things, the environment, the way Celine moves. I mean, I've I, I kind of hinted last week that this is how, at least from a gameplay perspective, wanted, this is how yeah. I want Metroid to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said that I said that back when, you know, we talked about Recore. You guys remember that game? I love that game. Yeah, the way that game the way that game plays is very similar to how this one plays. Mm-hmm. So the gameplay gameplay wise, atmosphere wise, even story. I, I care about the story. It's just like when am I going to get to the next chapter?
1: <laughs> yeah. Kind of there, are story wise, like without <laughs> spoiling, there's great mystery in this. It, it gives me like a, almost like a twin peaks type feel. And I love that kind of stuff. So that, that's, that's not the kind of stuff that is pulling me away. It's like, you were asking me, how is it that someone like me where I don't have all these secondary attachments, right? Like of, of life that sometimes can get in the way for, for you two, right? like where it's just like, Hey, I got kids and, you know, <laughs> Sean's like, I got a DJ. Uh, but, you know, those kinds of things. Like, how am I not further in the game? And the, the honest truth is, is kind of like what you said, John, you go, do I have two hours where once I get done with that first two hour run and it ends in going like, once again, I died because for the 50th time, I can't. Get something better than this stupid pistol, which is just the worst weapon in the game. Uh, it, gets, you know,
2: it gets better. When it you does. Get that pistol up to a level seven. Sure, the thing's pretty beastly. Like, um, and so if I you don't... get the
1: one where it's like the burst fire. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you unlock that, that's good. But like, but I'm saying, like, when you go through that and you're like, I didn't really. That was just me surviving as long as I could, and it finally fell apart. Yeah, I go okay. Do I want to? How do I want to do this next one? Do I just want to try to run to the third biome and see what's there and pray I can get far? Or do I want to spend the next two hours again building up? And I go, it's nine o'clock. I could play Rocket League. And that's what I go do. You know, that's kind of where I've been at times with this game. It's not that I don't enjoy it or that I like it. I'm just more so like the difference between this and Hades is. I died a ton in that game as well, right? You know, probably more so than I have in this one. Uh, But as you said, like, if I die on the first boss, it's like 10 minutes of my life that I just wasted. And what's also fun about those runs is they feel so unique every single time, right? One time I could be all about my weapon because that's where the power of what I've been getting is. Other times, it might be really just me dashing around the room because I have all these boons that say, hey, whenever you dash, you're going to spit out lightning bolts that do X amount of damage, right? So like, I'm consistently adjusting how the run goes, even though I'm using the same weapon throughout it. That's what I enjoyed about this. I, I haven't felt that way here. Here, it's more about, did this drop? Okay, good. Okay, I can work with this. And when that happens, it's it's great. It's magical. And I really will then commit, you know, to putting in the time and the hours and the work it takes to at least give myself a fighting shot. Otherwise, I'm just like, let's just see how far we get, because there might be an yeah. unlock or something that I need to see just to see how this level is going to progress.
2: Yeah, I think I can sum up what you're saying, you know, kind of kind of how I feel. I there's so I, I, I like this game so much. It's just that the o- my only criticism is is a big one. You get it gives you the highest highs and the lowest lows. Yeah, and it and it doesn't seem to ever find that happy medium between the two. No. Like I would imagine Hades, the reason it was game of the year because it, because it kept making you addicted to going back for more. Yes, I mean it- Sekiro, Sekiro was made you addicted to go back for more. No, it didn't. Um, and it, it didn't. It <laughs> Except didn't for Sean. Like, lies. <laughs> no, even but, even um, from them,
1: like, I feel, Sean, we had this experience doing Resogun together. Like, we died a lot in that game. But it know? was
0: fantastic. Yeah. And we immediately fired it back up.
1: Every single time. I got a time. question
0: for y'all. So, I, I, when I read, I read, leading up to the release of the game, the part about, you better be ready to sit in for some long sessions. And my first thought was, can you not just hit the start button and get up? you can
1: you can pause the game um you can pause the game you can put it into the uh what you call it suspended state and it yeah. unless something happens you'll be fine but there's never a save point so you gotta be prepared well, for that but, but
0: i'm saying can't you just do the quick resume feature go play something else or does it totally wipe everything out
1: no if you were to because one playstation doesn't have quick resume are you sure
0: Mine loads pretty quick on a resume.
1: No, well, (laughs) but no, you can't, the most you can do is just, you know, hit the home button, say, Hey, put the PlayStation and rest. And then when you wake it back up, you'll be right there. But yeah, if you want to, if all of a sudden someone says, Hey, you want to come play Warzone with me, then you better finish out that run or be prepared to give it up. Um, and you know, it's also painful the other way because, uh, very first night when I got to the first boss, or the second time I was going back to the first boss, I was building up and doing all these things and then I fast traveled and the game crashed and I just had an hour of my, my life basically wiped away right there, you know, because I can't get that safe back. (laughs) That's what I love about Twitch
0: is we get live feedback on, um, basically what we're talking about. Right. And a lot of times the topic time, uh, first off, I think we got a new viewer, psycho retros Two um psycho says i think that returnal is a game that will have a huge resurgence once we get to black friday when it drops to 45 or 50 bucks i've noticed that a lot of people aren't willing to spend full price on a game including myself and just hold that sum back until something more substantial comes along coming back to this at a sale price for example this isn't uh, this at seventy dollars isn't worth it for me, but I'm totally spending that
1: money on Ratchet <laughs> in just a few weeks, which John probably is gonna spend seventy bucks on that too. Well, that dude that used to work in Ben's studio would tell you to pay uh explicitive price <laughs> for your yeah. games. Yeah. But you know, that uh, that is the interesting thing. Like most of these, they're usually twenty, thirty bucks, right? And yeah. I, I don't know if this is a I almost wonder if, like the way these runs are designed, is because of the fact that it's a seventy dollars game, right? I, I don't know. Um, I
2: mean, I think I think the game's worth seventy dollars. I do. Hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I just think you know it's interesting. I mean, how would you would you call this a Souls like game difficulty? At time, at
1: times it feels that way.
2: Now, look at think about this for a second. There have been two exclusive PS5 games, mm. and you know you can say Godfall, but that was available on the Epic Game Store and PC. All this stuff, but strictly exclusive PS5 games so far have been uh, Demon Souls mm. and this game, and they are some of the toughest games that have come out this year. Well, you know, past six months, yeah very punishing games. And it's just, I just, I, I think that it's interesting that the things that, that PlayStation has put solely on this console have <laughs> been such punishing experiences. They know um, who's
1: going to be part of that 7.8, uh, original million that come in on these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, Housemark is, um, is under a lot of pressure to make some money on this game, I suppose. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I you know, I, I think, I think the seventy dollars price tag is worth it because the content's there, mm, the quality's yeah. there, right? Um, but I can understand why people do not want to, particularly if they look into this game and they see footage of this game, they read reviews of this game, they can go, yeah, I don't really want to get into this without mm. it being at a lower price point because it's one, how many people have really been exposed to, um roguelite experiences and now you're going to pay 70 bucks for something you're not sure you even like that's Um, fair
0: that's where that's Uh, honestly where i was mm -hmm. um i I really from the visual Mm -hmm. standpoint i knew this game was going to look beautiful on the ps5 you know the haptic controller uh 4k television i was like man this is going to be this is going to be nice and then as i kept reading more and more i was like wait it's a roguelite what what
2: Oh man, Look, you got to wait. You got to play 2 hours at a <clears throat> what?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, yeah. See, that's the thing. I knew it was a roguelite, but then I saw like the the IGN first 15 minutes and when I saw it, I went
1: right, Yeah, that it looks
2: 15, great. The team was
0: like, "Oh my
2: I've goodness. I to play this thing. I, it looks like I'm playing a Metroid game." And we know that's not coming out ever. So, you know, this is the this is the closest I'm going to get. But uh, you know, the $70 price tag for me, the motivator was we got a game to talk about. Sure. Would I have, would I have bought this game from the jump? I don't know. Hmm. I don't, if there's a possibility that I wouldn't have. Um, would I, what I've jumped on the chance to play village? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that's, that's just my, that's just my wheelhouse. But, you know, I, I, I really like the game. I, I will say the fact that I had that, that I shoveled $70 towards this game means I've got to get my money My money's worth. I've got to finish this game. Mm. I can't just let this one go.
0: Did you buy it digitally or physical?
2: No, I bought it on disc. I'm so glad I did. So, because I can get some money from it, Mm-mm. you know. <laughs> for, it Village. Oh, for Village. <laughs> oh, for Village. Oh, for Village. I, I put it on disc, too. Because no, but you're going to buy very...
1: that digital version of Mass Effect Legendary Edition, right? Why would I? Because you still got to finish it.
2: <laughs> i might get that on pc i don't know let's
1: hmm. see That's uh richard
0: time are you i was gonna say have we arrived to richard time
1: i think so i guess i'll go first
0: oh. all right uh let, let me i want to try something new, real quick for the chat if you want you can guess what you think john and chris's richards for this game will be for this week um if you want if you don't want to that's fine i am going to go on a limb and say john's going to give it an 8.25 and i think chris is going to give it a 7.5 that's
1: where i'm standing you know what i'm going to change it to 7.6 just to prove you wrong now <laughs> but yeah no i'm a 7.5 i really thought about this because you know it is a game like i i love house mark i i i'm out here like i'm glad that john paid them 70 bucks right just because and there was never a question in my mind was i going to give house mark 70 bucks yes i will do it because i think they're a great studio and once none of you other people buy this game phil will buy them and he will give them the love and attention they deserve on games pass so that's what i take solace in with this but yeah I mean (laughs) but regardless (laughs) while I sit here uh judging this game now and I think the problem probably for me is just the last couple of years here between Dead Cells and then Hades I've seen what a roguelike done to perfection I just don't I mean Hades deserved every praise it got it wasn't my game of the year I think Last of Us Part 2 is there but you know um but it's up there and I don't know if uh that's ever gonna be beat in this genre so unfortunately now i have to judge every roguelike against it to some degree right to say well does it do as well as hades did it and i think no they have balancing issues and that's where maybe if House Mark had i don't think they needed this for technical reasons but just balancing the game it would have been like hmm maybe take another six months and work to get these things where the RNG works a little bit better to give you a way to build up faster, right? So that you don't feel like you're wasting an hour and you didn't really even get anything for it when you died, right? You just didn't get enough. Uh, but you know, the I will. Uh, we didn't really touch about the boss fights. Are they're not the hardest. They're not like Dark Souls hard, but they're fun and they're just as memorable as the uh, Resogun ones. And that's been like the big saving graces whenever I make it to one of them. It's a really cool, fun fight and experience. And very painful when you die. <laughs> John,
0: we're all anxiously awaiting what, um, what you're going to sling on the table. Let's see what happens.
2: There's so much pressure, man. Why do you have to do that?
1: <laughs> I almost thought he froze for a second. I was like, oh, why no. Do you, I was like, yeah, wait I, a minute.
2: I did, I did that first. I mean, why do you have to tell the, tell the chat, hey, let's guess? Because you know that those guesses are going to influence how I feel about it. I don't think they will
0: has a reverse
2: it's like a reverse psychology, so let me tell you, I think this game would be game of the year quality for me if I were a different person, and what I mean by a different person a different life a different life setting where I have the time or or whether maybe maybe I'm playing it on a week's long vacation and I've got tons of time to spare um that that is the only criticism I have really of this game is the fact that it, that you have to commit way too long to a setting to a sitting to get to get actually get somewhere that knocks two points off for me.
1: We're so
2: it's to an eight. So that's I mean, and maybe I can say I think I think the upgrades are a little bit too complicated. I, I don't I really don't think they had to go that far. With all of the upgrades here, I think they, it could have been a run and gun shooter, bullet hell game. It, they could have made it like Resogun in the form of this setting. But having all having that all said, I, I think I think an eight is fair for me because I am, and that's a that's a completely provisional score. I understand. I've I've, I've I'm in the second biome, um, so I don't even like the fact that I'm scoring it. Um, but you know that that's just that's just where I'm at right now. And it could be a game of the year quality by the time I finish it in 2023.
1: Episode 500. John finally (laughs) gives his final (laughs)
0: returnal to get his money's worth. But, but guys, great review. You really kept me intrigued. I hope the chat. I Uh, saw you looking at your phone. I did. I'll show you why later, sir. But it was, it was when
2: Chris was talking. It was when Chris was talking.
0: Yeah. Ouch. Um, but Twitch uh, chat, thank you so much for being in here. Again, welcome to some new folks we got. Uh, and what we'll do now for everyone is we're going to um, probably pivot on over to uh, to the news for this week, which is always fun. So there's that.
1: Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Oops.
0: We have made it to news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and this is where all the the fun stuff happens. We kind of loosen the ties a little bit, and uh, we we tip our hat to the news team because they, you know, they do this for us, and then we get to report it. And first up, oh my God, Sean is gonna bust John.
2: Not gonna. Sean just.
0: Busted. It already. It already happened.
2: <laughs> the PlayStation VR two. PSVR 2, is obviously in the works. However, we now know that the device will be running in a, with a 4K display, eye tracking, haptic feedback, and more, if a report is to be believed. where it comes by way of, quote, reliable sources. Uh, the report is suggesting that the headset should feature a 4,000 by 2040 pixel display. This edition would widely improve over the previous iteration as well as the Oculus Quest 2. The haptic feedback is particularly interesting because it would implement a motor in the headset uh, (laughs) and would complement the controllers. The device will also connect to the PlayStation 5 via a single USB-C cable. It's important to note that this report has not been vetted, so there could be inaccuracies. But, uh, Sean, I want you to picture Resident Evil Village. Oh, I, I have. Hiding in the corner with haptic feedback like this, you would be just Dude. You, would, you would need to wear a diaper playing Resident and Evil. This man,
0: um, a host of a weekly podcast, uh, I believe his name was Sean, has passed away due to scare tactics provided by Resident Evil <laughs> video games. He <laughs> was, was VR,
2: there was soilage.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, um, if I have anything negative to say about Oculus versus PSVR, this is it. Um, and and it's one of those things where I didn't know the trade off was going to be this. The fact that everything's built into the headset. What do you think that translated to? I never thought about it. Weight, and it makes it very heavy on your head, and it makes playing sessions. There are going to be jokes from you guys, and maybe even in chat.
1: No, I'm I'm, I'm worried, Sean. If you're if your noggin can't take the weight, then right. I know my neck's going to snap. <laughs> So, the joke you know. is i have a
0: massive dome, you know, i wear big hats. Uh so i should have one of the strongest necks on not only the podcast but maybe on twitch and in general, right? Um but it the Oculus Quest hurts and if they put a motor that is going to be like the equivalent of the weight they added to the PlayStation controller. Um i don't that's going to be i don't know. I'm going to start doing like neck workouts. Probably shouldn't do this one, huh, John? <laughs> <laughs> but um that's good i i'm very excited about the psvr
1: too i'm just saying how yeah. much would you
2: price it Look, i mean with all this advancement i mean jeez did it, it
1: originally was it right was it five hundred dollars or four hundred i
2: thought it was three ninety
1: nine <laughs> and was <laughs> it now sure. i don't know i don't know i don't know answers to things i'm panicking i feel like it's like two hundred or somewhere around that. Right. And I think there's been sales where it's even gone lower than that. But, um, I mean, it sounds like they're making this to compete more so with valve, right? Because yeah. it, Instead of Oculus quest. Uh, so if that's the case, I mean like the valve index is like a thousand dollars right now. So
2: it, that's the thing. I'm not sure that they even have to compete. I mean, they're the best selling heads headset yeah, out there. Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe they sell this for a loss or maybe it's just the fact that it should be an indicator that this won't be out for a couple of years so that it does become affordable right um, well i'll
0: tell you now, i went and looked up psvr introductory price and there's like yen and pounds and canadian dollars those don't even count probably shortage uh, right now uh, i think the introductory price that i'm reading was
1: 399 hmm. you'd be right right
0: psycho in the chat says
1: that the og was 399 and the current bundles are around 350
0: there you go and those bundles come with some pretty good games and and plus plays for um you know that platform yeah it doesn't it doesn't ever drop in price once they got those bundles but they're not gonna be able to put it out for a thousand dollars dude are you kidding me they got to give it to the masses they want everybody who gets a a ps5 to have it attached to that console you know gonna love
1: it when oh. they bundle it with the ps5 <laughs> and it's 7400 for <laughs> you put that with, oh. you can get your in one package your bravia tv and your ps5 <laughs> and your ps vr2 well i gotta say uh, next week's uh
0: game that we cover will very likely or most likely however you want to say it be resident evil village Uh, And I got some news to report on it. Spoilers. Maybe. Let's see if anybody listens to the news, you know. Uh, Three million strong is the header, and that's because Resident Evil Village has shipped over three million units globally since its release back on May 7th. Word comes by way of a press release, which obviously reveals the game is off to a great start. The series has shipped more than 100 million copies worldwide, baby, since its release in 1996. Uh, the game builds off the success of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, which shipped 8.5 million units. This news releases on the back of the previously announced success of Capcom this year. The company announced that it hit record high profits for the fourth consecutive year, which the company credits to the release of Monster Hunter Rise and Resident Evil 3. So yay for good news, huh?
2: Can't say, can't say monster to save your life.
0: Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> Eddie uh, Munster, no. I'm gonna. It's always gonna be Monster Hunter. It will never be Monster or any. That's no, just too. It makes my jaw move too big, and I don't like opening my jaw big. John, I'm used to you.
2: <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag girth. Um. Yeah. It's. You know. I gotta say. It's. It's so weird. Uh, I mean, can can either of you tell me what the best selling Resident Evil game of all time was?
0: The best selling Resident Evil game. I the would say two. No. The original
2: two. What would you say, Chris? Six. We were looking for five. Resident mm, Evil five. I knew it was one. And of that, those sold, two. that sold that sold yeah. That that sold um thirteen about thirteen million copies. Resident Evil six, though, sold about eleven million copies. So if you look at this, it's so strange, you know, that we're talking about Resident Evil Seven as a success because it was critically saying this is back to its roots. This is finally doing something better. This is blah, blah, blah. It's got its identity back, but it sold 8.5 million units. And don't get me wrong guys. I know anybody would love to sell 8.5 million units, but you know, there's been a decline in sales as simultaneously. And that, and that goes with resident evil two remake and resident evil three remake. There's been a decline in sales since six, but you know, if you're reading the news, Capcom's Resident Evil series is is back. You know, it's it's back and better than ever. And I think all that's true from a, you know, from a back to basics kind of thing. But it's but we can't really correlate that with uh, with how the sales look and how these games have done commercially. So you know, from everything I've uh, I've read that this game Village, you know, combines everything that worked in Resident Evil Four. Um, with everything that worked in um, Resident Evil 7. And so they're just combining, you know, give, giving a little bit more action, keeping the scares, that kind of thing. So, it, you know, looking at the series, you know, Capcom has had this identity crisis with Resident Evil, having to say, uh, you, one of the things I was worried about with 7 was they were going to take it back progressively to where they went, where they got to with 5. It's like 5 is where they want to be. Uh, but seven is where the fans want it because you know, I think the company wants all those sales. So we'll see. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully going to fire this thing up tonight. And so next week we'll see what the verdict is on it because my word will be the official word on whether this will be successful or not, but kudos to, um to Capcom. They keep hitting it out the park with monster hunter. Why are you looking me like that? Sean? I'm
1: going to have a word on it too, would, bro. Um, I don't <laughs> I think they want to get back to four, don't they? Because like, it's one of those things I always, when I look at game series and especially like something like resident evil, where there's been quite a few iterations by now. Right. Yeah. Um, through the years, I feel like, that. I feel like it's always the one beforehand that dictates the sales of the next one. And mm-hmm. four is the one that's beloved above all else. I feel like that's the one I always hear people talk about is how much they enjoy the action game and everything. and, Maybe you know you get to Resident Evil five, and therefore everyone's really hyped up on it, right, and then that's where they go, and they go, "Oh, it's not four, uh oh, and then six comes out, and six is you know <laughs> was the panned one, right, so then it was working with seven to just try to get the base back again. You're just like, we have to bring this in, and I don't know, I mean hopefully in a year, this will have like sold six or seven million copies. Right. Hopefully well, it was definitely more.
0: selling too. Chris. Are you playing the game?
1: I am going to hold That's off for no, now. <laughs> I thought about running out. And then like, once I started reading more about what this one is, I was like, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm good.
2: The f- no, I, it's, it's interesting. I, I was, re- the more I read about it, the more I was like, I hope I like this one, mm. you know? Cause you know, it's, because Resident Evil Four, yeah, that I mean that is the that is the fan favorite. That's the critical darling, but if not for Resident Evil Four, you wouldn't have got those S shows that are Resident Evil Five and Six. I mean, sure. I, I won't say five. Five is good. Um Six I'll had some really was the,
0: was it six show? had some
2: well six was multiple stories across a twenty hour game. Yeah. I mean it had it, it basically was a Resident Evil greatest hits of all the major characters that have been in the games. But it had some really interesting ideas with 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 um with um management, uh inventory management, things like that. It it did a lot of interesting things, but it was just it was just too much. Too much stuff going on. I
1: too
0: much. remember uh I remember when I played Monopoly, I always felt like there was too much going on when I was younger. I always wanted to get like boardwalk. Uh, Speaking of, of Monopolies
1: Oh my goodness, pivot <laughs> Sony is facing a lawsuit that claims it's operating uh, under an unlawful monopoly by restricting purchases of PlayStation games to the PlayStation Store. According to the report from Bloomberg, the claimants state, Sony's monopoly allows it to charge super competitive prices. What? Is that Supra? 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 Supra. Supra competitive? competitive? I don't know. What is Supra? I don't know. Uh, For digital PlayStation games, which are significantly higher than their physical counterparts sold in competitive retail markets and significantly higher than they would be in a competitive retail market for digital games, according to the lawsuit. It's important to note that Sony stopped allowing third-party retailers such as Amazon from selling digital download codes for PlayStation games back in 2019 with Nintendo doing something similar. I don't know if Microsoft's done yet but it wouldn't shock me if they do that just because right you know money but I I don't know I don't know about the I haven't looked at anything on this yet as far as legality as far as you know does it work but I don't know Uh, it's getting harder to look at these and I always feel like what they're doing is they whether you're talking about Sony Microsoft or Nintendo right whatever their digital storefronts are they're very reluctant to go drastically lower than what a box store will sell them at, yeah. even when they have them yeah, on sale. And
0: that does suck because
1: yeah. it, and I think we've even had this talk where we're like, well, we're still
0: getting the same game. We're just not getting like the box. And yeah, and then we go, well, that that's kind of what jacks the price up, right? Like, that's why we pay what we pay, because we're having to pay for box yeah. art. And-
1: I don't have to pay for so, a person at GameStop to sell this to me. Right. I guess I'm right. just paying for the server. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But earlier, guys, we talked about a shortage,
0: and it's going to continue. And let me explain to you what I mean by that. PS5 supplies will continue to be limited into 2022, according to the company. That is no way no. According to Bloomberg, once again, Sony has communicated with a group of analysts about the supply constraint issues affecting PlayStation 5 and their supplies going into 2022. Quote, I don't think demand is calming down this year. And even if we secure a lot more devices and produce many more units of the PlayStation 5 next year, our supply won't be able to catch up with demand. And this is according to and quoted by Hiroki Totoki. That's a great name. That's a fantastic
1: name. I like Uh, that name. That sucks.
2: I don't care. I got mine. (laughs) I mean, I got mines
0: too. You know what I'm saying? But still... I give
1: uh I give credit
0: to it Sony no
1: Sony finally being the first one of all of them. Whether you're talking about Nvidia, Radeon, uh, Intel, well, I guess Intel has been honest about their situation going forward. But at least from the gaming perspective, like I don't think Nvidia has adjusted yet to say, oh yeah, past April we should be able to level it out. I don't think anyone is going to be in a good position until next year. So, you know. Props the Sony locations. being there's direct.
2: Two, there's two there's two locations, right? There's only two locations in the world that make these things. Yeah. One one's in Korea and one's in um Texas. Could it be Texas. I mm. don't know. Taiwan. But <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe we should just start thinking about if you really want a Playstation five, trade it in for gas and chicken wings. <laughs>
1: the the one concern i would have now is if you're hearing this how many third-party developers <laughs> are going to be kind of like what the movie industry did this past year right and just be like we're not putting our game out right now because there's no way it's not going to sell and we this, can't make it, wants, it run this on this sucks man yeah on Last I'm, I'm, I'm already
0: thinking like that i'm like why would was why would i want to put my game on a ps5 if i can't get it into people's hands
2: but it's already outsold the PlayStation 4. What are you guys talking about? And we did report that, but it just
0: feels
1: like more people would buy even more of them. I want to know what the total PlayStation 4s were in December 2014 sold through. Work on that, John. Because if we know that, then that tells you what they're expecting. And if you go, well, by the end of that Christmas cycle, you had 15 million PS4s in the world. And you go, hmm you're probably only going to have 11 million PS5s, not because people don't want the thing, but because they just can't make them, right?
2: In that, November that... of 2014, they'd sold through, I don't know if this is sell through, but it's okay. around 14 million.
1: Yeah, and that was, you said November, so that's before the end of Christmas season. You know, like, that's that's what I think is the big threat, but, not just but to them, March, but they're also Microsoft.
2: By March of 2014 they'd sold 6 million mm. and PlayStation 5 has sold over 7 million but, in that same time frame
1: but i guess the question is can they continue <laughs> to do that with the shortage i that's what i think is the issue the issue is going to be like they probably if they could put them out there i think they could get to 20 million this year easily like there would not be a thought in my mind that if you put them on the shelves people would snatch them up yes uh but
2: that's, I mean, that that's that's to suggest that you know if the that the demand would be there if it was not a hot commodity item. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's think like it sometimes sometimes the market doesn't predict behavior. No, behavior I get what you're saying. I,
0: this this has just been so unattainable for the average person. I think that the um the desire to want it is is reaching this level that I've never seen in my lifetime on a console. Mm -hmm.
1: That somebody wants and cannot physically get. I honestly think the only ones that benefit from this are Xbox and Radeon. Like when I'm looking at this, because there's going to be a breaking point for people where they just want the next thing. And if you can't get a PS5, but for whatever reason that one day you get lucky and you get the 6800 XT, even if you want the 3080 uh, from Nvidia or vice versa, if you wanted a PS5, but you can get a Series X today. There might be some people that eventually just flip, not because of anything Sony's done wrong, right? Or or Nvidia for that matter, but just because I want the thing so I can play these things that are out. You know, that's that's the one thing that I'm seeing at the moment. But that's why I'm also looking at the other way and going. There might just be a bunch of people that go as far as game developers go. Let's not put something out. Let's wait because this will be <laughs> this will be solved in early twenty twenty two, hopefully. And then, like, say taxis, and you might all of a sudden just have this huge boom of PS five sales. I'll no, dude. You know, I, you know, I, that would be great. Well,
0: we, you and me both. You and I both, Chris. We thought that they were maybe stockpiling. We reported on this. You and I talked about it personally. They were stockpiling and they were going to release a whole bunch to the public, you know, come around like tax time. And it didn't happen. And I think they had the chance. I mean, do you think they had them or it was you think next year would be a better chance to have them to release or did they was it a better chance this year? I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, it, it it's worth it's worth suggesting that PlayStation shouldn't have even launched last year. Yeah, or I mean, Xbox, <laughs> particularly if you think of the fact that there's only been two games so far that have exclusively launched on the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. I mean, where has the where have the sales continually come from? Software wise, it's probably PlayStation Four. Sure. I mean, PlayStation Four still moving units. If I, I just I just think that Sony, if if there was anybody, I, I think Xbox probably had to launch a system. You might, but, um, but, but I think PlayStation five, I I think Sony had the capability of holding out one more year because I mean, there's a, there's a, there's an interesting conversation to be had about who is really maximizing their play, Who's getting money out of their PlayStation five because of two games that they couldn't play on another system. I mean, Dude. I mean, that's, that's, that's an interesting conversation to have. We could make it a topic in a, in a couple of weeks, you know, perhaps. But. I seriously, it,
0: it <laughs> that me that on how much I don't play my PlayStation five. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, you can ask my wife, your wife, um, Returnal is the first time I've picked up my PlayStation five mm-hmm. in a long time because, and I, I basically said to Aiden, Hey man, I got this new game. I got to cover it for the show. You know, I'm gonna be I'm I might be kicking you off occasionally. And he said, I haven't even been playing. Which is like, give me my PS4 <laughs> back on, so I dude. can trade it in. <laughs> I'm almost So Spot yeah, on. you're probably right in the yeah. sense
1: if if something's on PS4, Xbox One and Psycho Retro's uh said this kind of in the chat, and he's right, in the sense that the main sales for these consoles for the next couple of years will still be on one and PS4, right? Maybe those games are still gonna come this fall, but I can't see like you know if her if the next Horizon is PS5 like uh, which I believe we know it is or God of War, I don't see Sony rushing to sell that. If like say they come back and go, hey guys, it's not that we don't want to put these out. It's just that literally the most we're going to have is eleven to twelve million consoles out by the end of this year because of this stuff or and Elden Ring. And that's the thing, right? You know, if things that turns like
2: out if that turns out to be the case. Hmm. I mean, maybe it's different with Ratchet and Clank. Maybe it'll be worth it. But I mean, a lot of PlayStation 5 owners are going like, this purchase was not was not worth it to me. Um, yeah. So. I we, mean, we we'll have
0: plenty of time in the cycle of PS5. Obviously, it's brand spanking new. Sure, sure, sure. 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 Yeah. Without this pandemic and we start getting a sense of normalcy back, maybe we turn the tide and, and, and we get some of the greatest gaming experiences of our life. Maybe. I hope so, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I hope
0: mm-hmm. so. I hope that for the Xbox as well. I hope you know, I hope the cards come out on the PCs and and we get the next gen all this hot, sweet goodness that the PC can give us um the dominance. But right now we're just we're kind of in this limbo state and it's kind of like ugh. but yeah. I I
2: I just want chicken wings. I just want I just want chicken wings. That's it.
0: You said you said dominance and I don't know how to tie that into your title. <laughs> but I can tell you what is dominating, and that's the Switch. So let's do this.
2: Nintendo has reported that it has been, that ha, um, I'm going to start this over.
1: Jeez.
2: Mulligan. I came in hot. Nintendo has reported that it has had its most profitable financial year on record, <laughs> with operating profit of 81% year on year. Most notably, the company is approaching 85 million sales for the Nintendo Switch for the year ending March 31st. Profit sits at $5.9 billion, which exceeds profits for its previous, uh, previous year. 28.9 million units of the Switch were sold last year, with 14 million of those being Switch lights. That's Nintendo crazy. has sold 230.9 million games, with a huge contribution to huge. this being Animal Crossing New Horizons, which sold over 20 million. Regarding software, 42%. 42.8% uh, were sold digitally, which is an increase of 34% from last year. It's important to note that the company is expecting a decline in, in profits for 2022. So I've looked at the numbers, you know, when I was looking at PlayStation 4 sales numbers mm-hmm. just, just now. um, and, and I haven't really examined it too closely. But at this point in uh, the Switch's lifecycle, it has outsold the PlayStation 4. By either five to ten million units, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't look at, at it closely. Now, I was listening to a, another podcast, and there was a guy on there what? who was who was suggesting. I do that occasionally. <laughs> I was, uh, and he was suggesting that if they, I mean, certain conditions have to happen. Um, you know, with viability of the switch, making sure it's still relevant. You know, uh, putting out new iterations of the console, things like this but that this console could potentially outsell the PlayStation 2 at the pace it's going now will that happen i don't know but there could be there could be conditions uh with you know with the pandemic and things that have been happening there could be conditions in place that might potentially allow that to happen i personally think that it will outsell the Nintendo DS at 120 units sold i think that's what it no, yeah. was
1: i yeah. can tell you this they're going to try to hold on to this thing as long as they can, you know? Oh, for sure.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. that I mean, that's for sure. Uh, I will say that it's interesting. Um, when PlayStation announced its financials ending in March, they said that it was a very, very high, uh, gosh, um, uh, seventies to 80% of their software sales was digital. Wow. Um, so it's interesting that 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 Nintendo is still holding on to you know more than fifty percent of their software sales is is physical copies, mm. not digital.
0: Yeah. So I, I was think...
2: assuming I was assuming that was a that was a that was an industry trend, but it just depends on it just p- depends on what box you're you're um you're playing. Maybe so because it, you what...
1: don't really have to do additional work, right? To for PS Five or Xbox, really to set yourself up for digital
2: stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I was, I'm going to, um, I just want to
0: say a thing about animal crossing guys. I kept trying to get in and you guys go for it. World. I'm sorry, but I think it was, you know, it sold 20 million copies, which is insane, mm-hmm. but it, I think it it's, was that's it, more than GTA five. I, I think it was and is <laughs> almost like the perfect pandemic game. If that makes sense.
2: It was. Yep. See Nintendo, Nintendo released the virus to the world so people buy switches and animal crossing. Nintendo per is actually Weekly a bioterrorist organization. <laughs> and they did this just to increase their sales. Look, i I mean I think I think that the Switch would be doing well um right in a non pandemic world. But let's sure. be I mean let's be candid. This number, this 85 million, is astounding, but it is it is because of the pandemic. I mean I have there's no doubt in my mind. I think that I think that they'd be at 65 to 70 million at this point. Um, so they owe the pandemic about 15 million consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can just ship and be able
0: yeah, I just want to get it. this debt tightened up. Exactly. Bought, exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> it really last March, April and May last year. It It's probably the closest I felt to how it was during the surge of the Wii. Right. Like in, you know, and of course that was Nintendo as well. Like where, it wasn't people that I expected to ask me, hey, do you know where I can get a Switch in Animal Crossing? It was a bunch of people that, you know, I guess if you want to call them casual, whatever, just, you know, just regular people that they're not here looking for casual Returnal. Noobs. They're not looking for Returnal and they don't mind Mario, but like something like Animal Crossing was the perfect bridge game for them, and especially the idea of being home in the uh, pandemic, where you're looking for something just to entertain you, <laughs> you know. Which is why yeah. we got things like you know the MJ documentary early and all that. We were just all clamoring for something to to break up the uh, the daily grind, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they played that perfectly, and yeah, props. Props. Well, Chris, we're going to pivot
0: um and talk about litigation. I got why
1: I'm I'm officially lawyer chat this week. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> right. are. Let's do this. Uh Valve is being challenged over its dominance in the PC digital game space from a de- game developer and two other people. CEO David <laughs> Rosen uh has revealed that he is leading a class action antitrust lawsuit representing game developers. The lawsuit is claiming that the near-dominance of Steam on PC increases the prices of games due to Valve's service taking a 30% commission from the sale of each game. He also asserts that any attempt to ruffle that system would result in the game being, quote, removed from Steam, end quote. According to Rosen, gamers and game developers are being harmed by Valve's conduct while I am taking on a significant personal risk. I am not doing this for personal gain if there are any monetary or if there is any monetary recovery it will be distributed to all the developers and gamers in the class the resolution that rosen is seeking uh for valve to stop interfering with pricing on other stores and allow gamers and developers to make their own decisions i don't know how that's going to hold up <laughs> that doesn't sound very strong to me but I don't know.
0: Nacho says it sounds like Epic versus Apple with new names.
1: <laughs> but see, the thing is, Epic, like Valve, doesn't force you to go through their store to buy their games, right? Valve, like you can go yeah, to. Yeah, they, they
2: don't. They don't force you. No, like but they. But they do create an environment where. Or if you really want your game to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you should probably put it on Steam. Sure. So I'm not, so yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like Twitter goes, you know, if you don't like it, go build another platform. Mm-hmm. But, but these are but these are billionaires telling you to go do it yourself. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Um, I'm not sympathetic to this guy necessarily, don't get me wrong, but I do wonder if we could, you know, if there's a way to create more spaces for more people to compete mm-hmm. um, by giving... You know, by giving, uh, I just I wish that Steam wasn't the only serious contender here. Well, it's Epic, which which is which is very well. It, I mean, is there is Epic, but that you know, I don't really know that they're making a dent here.
1: They've probably done better than anyone else. I will, yeah. I'll give they them have
2: the billions to do it. Yeah,
1: like the fact that you, know? you have so many people that play Fortnite and Rocket League on PC is a, a very good blessing for them, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Cause it gets them to their store. But I mean, yeah, as far as this lawsuit, I think his problem is that while yes, you know, going, if you buy a game through valve, they're going to take their 30%, right? You know, that's not something that is being debated here. It's more of like, you have things like GOG games. You have, uh, was it, uh, the, uh, bundle service. I can't remember like where you do things for charity and all that, where they have their own store, where they are consistently discounting games very nicely, much more so than we're talking about with Xbox, Nintendo, or uh, PlayStation. And you can go buy from them directly, and they give you a Steam code. So, you know, I don't see where the monopoly is there when Steam is like, we're not going to force you to always sell at this price. We'll let you do your own thing with the codes you have. Just know that we're going to take the 30% whenever it comes in to us. Before it goes to the developer, I don't know.
2: It's not a monopoly. Yeah. It's not. It's it can be very monopolistic. Yeah, that's probably a better. Way. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah. w- when this podcast is over, I'm gonna go check Steam for sales. It's just like, what, <laughs> I'm, if Steam I Steam is awesome. I don't yeah, like. I don't I mean, like. You know, Steam is great, dude. They discount their games more than Epic does. Yes. Even though they give away. Free that,
0: that's our, that's our comeback. <laughs> they do.
1: I, they have the ability to do it because they just steam, have so much. <laughs> steam does,
2: does sales. Something is always on sale in, in steam more so than any other platform, which I, I get think, achievements I
0: for steam. Okay. And that, that's cool yeah. to me. Yeah. You, do. you know, doesn't, uh, John, it
2: doesn't, doesn't have the same ring as a trophy though, does it?
0: No. Just, and, and when we played battlefield on our playstations, we got trophies and now there's going to be a new one, John.
2: I think I know where I'm at, yep <laughs> you do Battlefield <laughs> there's a reveal coming, <laughs> I know it's I mean you hear you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The next battlefield game could potentially be revealed in June that's uh that comes after May. Word comes from a tweet from the official Battlefield account. The tweet reads, and this is pretty cool quote words that rhyme with soon, June, and boom. The series took a break from annual releases to focus. More on game development time. This is only assumed because Battlefield 5 wasn't the best received game in the series. <clears throat> the game is promised to be the biggest in series history, with a lot of developers and in, in, in involved, smaller skill developers assisting.
1: I really I really hope that when they release this, it's the full game this time. That would be nice because that was kind of the big issue with five. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're they're trying to be the biggest and baddest. Don't do that. Find your lane and be you. Yeah. Get rid of the you single know? player stuff. Go back to what you did really great. Online, multiplayer, chaos.
2: All right. Did you ever do zombies on Battlefield?
1: No. No. Okay. That would have been a straight copy of Call of Duty and
0: oh. that would have been hilarious.
1: Or or make um,
0: Bad Company three. I'd be down with that. That's what that's
1: all we want.
2: We <laughs> talked about
0: that last week. Just give us another bad company, right? Yeah. John, I got some good news for you. Um I, you're you're familiar with the man the legend the myth himself John Rambo right
2: believe in the 3 Rs Rocky yeah. Rambo and Reagan
0: Well he, he's going to be Lee announced I mean wait he's going to be excited about this next announcement Um Ubisoft has announced that The Division Heartland Woo! Woo! a free to play game set in the Division universe will be a standalone and is planned for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC in the 2021-2022 to 2022 window. That's big news. Ubisoft has offered that it will be an all-new perspective on the universe in a new setting. Those interested can sign up and get access to early hands-on opportunities. This is part of an expansion of movies, games, and novels. That's, that's a book. To include a Netflix movie starring Jessica Chastain... And Jake, I'm gonna say his name wrong, Jillen Hall, and a novel that takes place right. after the Division 2. Also a movie uh, mobile game set in the division universe is also in development. So they are they are hitting all the cylinders, right? I hope they like go around and put bumper stickers on like telephone.
2: They they won't have any stuff. cylinders left. It's amazing. Well,
1: I it's think gonna they're, be great.
2: They're making yeah. the right call. Yeah,
1: it sounds like they're transitioning to the uh You're gonna love it, John. Game true games as service model, you know they're looking at Destiny and going like, okay, we see the way forward, and that's where they're going towards.
2: It's the Tom Clancy cinematic universe. (laughs) Just make Jack Jack Ryan a playable character. Mm. Yeah, but this sounds good to me. I'm excited to get more. Or give um,
0: Splinter Cell to Chris, and the world will be right. That's all I've ever asked for.
2: I've talked to. Ubisoft, and they have assured me that Chris will never see Splinter Cell.
0: Were, were their words when John sees a new Metroid, Chris can get a new Splinter
2: Cell. Yeah, I need—I get to go first here. That's—that's that's how this works. Wow. Um. So. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you're back up, buddy. How about that? It I was waiting for some sort of pivot. Let's Uh, not delay any further.
1: I hope that we don't see the skull and bones of Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Uh, Well, let's hope.
2: (laughs) Uh, Skull and bones has been delayed. It looks like the three of us will be skull and bones by the time this game finally comes out. Skull and bones has been pushed back to sometime between 2022 and 2023. The game was originally announced back in 2017 with a release date set for 2018 with delays each subsequent year. Ubisoft Singapore is in charge of the project, but is joined with studios in Berlin. Nine! No? Okay. Uh, Chengdu, Kiev, Paris, and the Philippines. The Philippines. I said the Philippines. Um, In an earnings call, Ubisoft touted a robust product line for 2021 to include Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Rider Republic, not splinter cell and the division heartland and snuck in the announcement about skull and bones. Of course, being delayed.
0: I, I'm going to sneak in this real quick because I just saw in chat, um, a, a man of knowledge, psycho retros talks directly to you, Chris. He says, Chris, talk to Facebook about your splinter cell. Yeah. That's There's a warm element for
1: Oculus quest. What, what do you guys say on that? I won. I don't want that. I want splinter cell. <laughs> You know, if they want to, if they want
0: your game that you told me to play,
1: if you, Valve if you come back, like, look, Valve it worked because it was a first-person game to begin with. That's always been the thing for Valve, and Valve has always used Half-Life as a way to test out new things going on in like game development, right? With yeah, with Half-Life Two is all about physics. That was kind of its big thing, but with Splinter Cell, no, I want. A, we can do a VR Splinter Cell. I don't have a problem with that. Eventually, I just want a Splinter Cell game, Sean. It's like Chris. it's like John. John wants a Metroid you Prime game. It's all he's been asking for for years, the and they keep hurting him.
0: And you become Sam Fisher. <laughs> How do you not want
2: that?
1: Mm.
0: I uh, just, uh, when the uh, V
2: ah. stealth games. I don't know stealth games. Uh, yeah, I pulled the headset down. And I was effing Iron Man, I want something okay?
1: that, you know, can reach the masses. I have no problems with it.
2: John, can I just tell you something that I might not have told you before?
0: <laughs> oh, no. VR this sucks. Is, this is where we're doing it now. You've said that many. you you said that at Chris's house. <laughs> you said that on the show. you said it. You just, it's not for you, John. You know?
2: <laughs> Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff.
1: Anyways. Yeah. Um...
0: Chris, will you bring it back and talk about EA Play,
1: please, sir? Yeah, because there's definitely some games on that list from Ubisoft I want to play. Just like there may be some things from EA I want to play. EA Play Live will arrive this year on July 22nd. No further announcements have been made for the show, but it appears this will be their E3-style event. And it will come more than a month later. We can expect Announcements from the obvious annual sports installments. So everyone get ready for your annual Madden and FIFA announcements. Uh, but we can also look forward to new announcements to include gameplay footage of Dragon Age. For- no, <laughs> we're not going to get that. They, they yeah, hate, will. They hate us. They hate us. <laughs> and maybe an early development announcement for Fallen Order 2. That would be nice. Um, definitely would be cool if we got a teaser for that, right? Just something. Um, I'm trying to think what else they could have because yeah, they're not going to have anything for mass effect yet.
2: It's dead space trilogy. Please. <laughs> that would be nice.
1: Um, I'm sure they'll have some new thing. Like what their thing that they do with the more indie developers, right? The smaller, like sea of solitude. And, um, what was the one with the, uh, Yarny? That one.
2: Oh, you know what How I'm talking about. Yeah. Unraveled Unraveled,
0: Unraveled. Unraveled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unraveled and Unraveled too. They made two games, you know.
1: I wonder if we get something for Plants vs. Zombies because there's really not been anything new with that. I mean,
0: it's such a great shooter and it hasn't been anything.
1: It really yeah. is a fun little quirky, yeah. you know, different type of shooter. Yeah. I don't know what else there would be though. Um, besides our annual sports stuff, unless they're bringing back Burnout or, as John said, Dead Space, which would make a lot of people happy anthem <laughs> it's dead in the water john we killed that it's gone john Damn. is dead
2: i need to move on
0: it's done I um it. it's i'm not i tell you what i'm not moving on until we
1: we acknowledge what's next finally this week
0: <clears throat> that's right i'm i'm closing the news out and i'm nervous af about it okay what's in a demo that was my play on what's in a box. Did it work? What's
1: in the box? No.
0: Did it work? I no, know. it didn't. Not at all. I'm not Brad Pitt at all. A little, all right. Bit. Look, I see it. I see it. <laughs> on the hills of Jeff Kaplan's departure, Blizzard has announced that it will show off two hours of Overwatch 2 gameplay on May the 20th. This will include a first look at changes to the game's PvP mode. The live stream will begin on May 20th at 12 p.m. Pacific. And thank God for John and the news team. That's 3 p.m. Eastern. It will focus on PvP and will include footage on what is changing in that mode. This will serve as the biggest preview of the game since it was originally announced. Mm. Uh, BT dubs, there is no currently announced
1: release date for the game. So this will be just, you know, showing the game off. And I think they've already confirmed it's not coming this year, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't wait though.
0: Chris, I, I must- exa- yeah.
1: exactly.
2: Uh can Overwatch 2 is that is is this game capable of having the same impact mm. that it that it did when it first launched because i feel like there's been you know with i mean doesn't Overwatch precede most battle royales number 1 mm. and I, I know it's not a battle royale but it, yeah. it it came out prior to the pubgs and the fortnites and things like that can it have the same impact um and what do you want to see for that impact to happen.
1: I think it can mainly if they can finally marry what they kind of gave us through all those months, like after the release and actually years, right? Like where you would, anytime there was a blizzard event, here's a short on someone, right? Or, Hey, we put out this short on the YouTube page and it's giving you more context to these characters. I want, And I think the reason why you're getting this game and what everyone else wants is they finally want that dedicated uh, single player or even maybe co-op campaign, right? That goes on top of the online game. But as long as, I mean, Overwatch 2 has got one of the strongest. Did they announce a single player? uh, I think, I don't know if they did, but I believe it's like a lot of people think that's one of the reasons why they're doing this, you know? Um, But I hope it's in there. I don't know. Um, obviously, the, the important thing will be the PvP above all else, uh, just because that's what's going to keep people, you know, spending for years to come. Right. So, that is a very passionate community. Uh, so, I, I would expect they will treat this thing with the love and attention it. You know needs, but will it be as big as the original Overwatch? That's a that's a tall ask for anyone, but it can definitely find its place and its audience. You know, I'm not worried about them. <laughs> I'm really not worried about any Blizzard property finding its audience because they have them. <laughs> it's just more We're of just, you the, know the, how many people are going to come along.
0: I'm about to like someone's mad at me for going back to a Blizzard property because they just have quality. Ooh. I mean. <laughs> It just, it just, it is what it is. Who's always mad at me, John, in real life. Let's be honest. I think it's John. Wait, what, Mr. MD. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, But I think that pretty much buttons up the news for this week, boys. Do you agree?
2: well it'll do for now you probably can't hear that, it
1: but I press the button so it's, there's been
0: some music that started the news yeah. is done for the week and what that means for everyone listening is we are about to go in of course to my favorite segment of the entire show and that's emails and all the interaction we have with you guys so sit back relax here we go <music>
2: Electronic I scared, I, mail. I scared my wife. She's over there
1: from the future <laughs> all the way from the year 3000. If you want to
0: be cool and be a part of this show during this segment, which is emails, not news. If you're watching on Twitch, Chris will fix that in just a minute. Um, you can be um, cool and you can write us an electronic mail. That's that's what the long form of saying email to weekly chat at gmail.com. And you can do that every week. Just like, uh our friends that have done so this week so uh i'll start off is it okay if i read
2: jason's email guys go Anybody for qualms with that i can't wait for you to read the first sentence
0: um so the, the it says i need be some stress free narrative in my loin's <laughs> uh, howdy jets hey Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> Long-time creeper, first-time peeper. <laughs> That's, <hilarious. laughs> That's good. Thanks for chugging along with Thanks for chugging along with the only video game podcast in existence. Pro tip, if you simply don't look for others, this can be true for you too. First yes. off, I was glad to hear from an email a few episodes ago that I wasn't the only one 100% convinced that Sean, yup, spelled it right, was black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly not. Looked up a video of you guys and did a big old double take. What? Got a good laugh out of my mistake. Uh, I should, I should and go in. Have a, oh, you sorry. have a quality, Sean. Sorry. You just have a quality. I'm, uh, I'm cool AF. Uh, anyway, as I've gotten older, I find myself leaning more towards games with a heavy focus on intriguing narrative and easy, relatively stress-free free gameplay. Would you guys mind each giving some recommendations for those types of games? Hmm. I currently only have a PS4 and won't be getting the new systems for quite a while. I am a super, super frugal SOB who refuses to buy new systems until they're half the original price. Having a huge, huge backlog helps. Uh, But I might get a Switch and or Xbox One soon-ish for their exclusives. So feel free to recommend games for those as well. Shout out to all y'all's mom's boxes. Stay sexy, the pickle bandit. Does this mean he steals pickles? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. Are they Vlasics or what? Would he are steal a cucumber and then they, you know sweet pickles? What are they? Would he would he steal um, a
1: cucumber and then put it in vinegar?
0: I think that's where <laughs> that comes from, Chris. But
1: no. so some casual
0: games. Um no, sure, sure, I mean, sure, sure, if he's sure, looking
1: sure. for something that's not very stressful. I think of things like, especially going back to last gen Firewatch. That's a great narrative. Yeah, those game. kind of
0: games, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, Don't like play Firewatch. <laughs> Firewatch is excellent for that, John. Yeah. Uh, who killed uh, Edith? Yeah. What, what remains of EF Finch? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, even, I mean, I guess it's like, well, he says stress-free gameplay. So, um, gone home. Is one that people really like. Uh any of the don't nod games, especially Life is Strange, I don't think those are very stressful to play. You know, even though they might have some stressful themes in them. Uh Journey is not Journey very is stressful. A one. Subnautica, which is about to have a new um title for that series released here next month. So
2: things like and, that. And don't and don't forget Sekiro Shadows dies twice. <laughs> That's so God.
1: What? What is this? Why you know speaking
2: you just... of don't nod uh, he he, he I, you know i don't know how he might feel about this but you know i mean there's some moments of heavy gameplay where it's a little bit challenging but i i found vampire to be kind of relaxing and heavy on the narrative the gameplay it was i mean the gameplay's there and there's action in it but it's secondary to the narrative that might be a Stay good
0: away one. from any god of war title obviously or like last of us because the Last of Us, you think is nice
1: and chill, and then boom, Mario's a K- clicker in front of Mario you. Kart 8 Deluxe online. Don't play solo; just play online. It's always yes, stress-free.
2: He doesn't have, have a switch.
0: Ah, oh, dang. He said I mean, he he may be getting a switch or Xbox One, so recommend games for those too. Well, if he mm-hmm. does
2: get a switch, I'd, I I would try a Paper Mario game. Those are really Animal cool. Crossing,
0: hundred percent on Switch. Animal
2: Crossing for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. uh, I don't find Master Breath don't wonder, of the
0: what, I don't find Breath of the Wild really casual. I don't think dude, so. Right. I don't know. It's kind of too. I mean,
1: I, I don't think. So. I don't find Breath of the Wild something that like gameplay wise is stressful, right? It's just a fun. Like most of the time, it's just fun uh, riding around the world until I you died, find that line. I out. died
2: more times in that game than I'd ever died in a Zelda game. It was mm. pretty brutal, particularly the first few hours. Okay, so shut up, Chris.
0: You guys, um, thanks for the <laughs> email, Pickle Bandit.
2: I just love. I gotta say, I loved. Uh, long whoever peeper, reads first time people
1: <laughs>
0: whoever reads whoever reads uh harrison's emails make sure you read them both together okay yeah I, I there are this. two you got your yeah because one's actually sort of that for john
1: just saying one is first just a picture that he sent us and it's a meme let me see if i can increase it real quick just so i can get the full effect here so we have uh we have a ship and on that ship is demon souls horizon Spider-Man, Morales, and then God of War coming out, one of the cannons as well. The PlayStation captain is very happy. And off in the distance, we see there's an Xbox. And then all of a sudden, coming out of the sea <laughs> is Bethesda ZeniMax <laughs> to join the Xbox Armada. Uh, and now they are beginning to swarm PlayStation ship. And uh, the captain for the PlayStation does not look like he's feeling too good about himself. So that's a nice little meme. I'll post that in the uh, this Discord. This
2: looks to be in the, in the vein of Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yes, yes. Very much okay. in that vein. Uh, but he also, Harrison also wrote in and he says, Hey guys, I was wondering how you guys got your gamer tags. Maybe you've answered this already and I just haven't heard it. I just joined the Discord, by the way. He's uh, at SparkEasy, that's Easy 0 7 uh, when I was younger in the 360 era, I was playing Minecraft and I wanted a cool name, so I made my name SparkEasy07, thinking that it was Spark and 7, which was my favorite number. And then one day my mom pointed out to me that was pronounced Spark Easy, so that's how I pronounce it now. There you go. Uh, that's that's me, guys. What about you? I uh, I have rocked variations of home life since I was probably in high school mainly because that like I grew up in the country and I spent especially until I had the ability to drive anywhere myself I was always out in the country and by myself so I was living a home life so it just made sense it was a good online handle remotely yes yes very remote (laughs) um so we're gonna
0: go with my most I've got, I mean, depending on the console, I've got different ones, but my most OG, um, has been, d- 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 well, I have, I have a massive head and I have a favorite number and it just kind of fit or did it right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, um, and then at one point I liked lyrics from a song from a band and I made, uh, I put two songs together for Xbox and made that happen so there's that
2: John um so the audience knows my Discord name is Spooky Pooky uh for the longest time my wife
1: your wife
2: <laughs> has called me Pooky and uh over the years it sort of has evolved into a Spooky Pooky and now she calls me Spooky <laughs>
1: You are quite spooky
2: yeah, it's and, and thing. I don't
1: know why this is it's so funny, but this
0: email has made John say these things out loud, Chris, yeah. and it makes me so
2: happy. So, so my switch the name my name on Switch is Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason I got that from my nieces, who at the time were really into My Little Pony, and they <laughs> they just decided to start calling me Uncle Sparkles. I, uh, I approve of this.
1: This is the so that's, thing.
2: So I'm known as Sparkles. And then I guess my PlayStation name is Weeboy, mm-hmm. uh 1980. Because at the time everybody figured I was just such a such a huge Nintendo fanboy. Did I put that, that in? I just, um you might have. I don't know. <laughs> so I just figured I would I would give myself the namesake of one of Sony's competitors during the third generation of consoles. So that's I. so my my name on PlayStation is Weeboy. Boy.
1: There you go. Uh, he also wants us to know that his graphics card stopped working. Uh, it's a 1650 Super, so now he's stuck with his Switch.
0: Well, don't the isn't the 1650 and the Switch have about the same graphics?
1: Boom! Ooh. Ooh. Boom. Burn! Ban
0: <laughs> John, John, uh, you can read either Tyler or Eli, and I'll get the last one if you're cool with that.
2: think one i think one of you should read eli because i don't i don't have anything to do with the subject i don't think but um i will read from tyler for the boys uh yo yo what's happening what up
1: tyler what up tyler
2: resident evil village just came out wait what i gotta go um you guys gonna play it no uh, I've heard some good things about it besides the game that you guys have been playing for the episode this week. What other games have you been playing off to the side? Kind of a side hustle. I personally just finished playing Ratchet and & Clank and I've been playing Apex and I just started playing Final hmm. Fantasy VII Remake. And I think for of the three of us, I think Chris was big into Apex for a while. Um, Still my Sean, favorite battle royale. Yeah,
0: I played
1: it. Still But I,
2: it is it is my intent to uh, get through Ratchet and Clank before the sequel comes out. I've been playing Resident Evil 7 in anticipation of Village. I am going to play that. Are they hard. tied together? They, they are. are tied together. They have the same protagonist. What's the protagonist?
1: Spoilers. <laughs> Ethan made it out.
0: I love just... Saying stuff like that to John and him just doing exactly what he did. I
2: I almost get to the point where I go, I should answer him because he's stupid. <laughs> but then I go, oh, he knows that. You know, it's just.
0: Good but, stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That makes me happy, John. I Love am me.
2: playing. Well, yeah,
1: I was playing Returnal all this week, primarily. I've been playing Near Replicant version one point. I don't know what else came after that, but it's a lot of numbers, uh, which we may talk about here at some point you know, it's just one of those things you got to put a lot of hours in and I put it down because returnal. Um,
2: I heard you have to play that thing five times to platinum it.
1: Yeah. That's how the other one is. Um, but the thing that people don't quite catch, like when you go into these games is that while like maybe the first two are long, they get shorter. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they shorten enough because they're always from different perspectives. Um, but then, Of course, I've been playing some Rocket League as well, and a little bit of NBA 2K. Don't ever put that down. So Never, yeah.
0: I've been playing a lot of Serato DJ Pro. Um, (laughs) uh, And I'm also, of course, and I've really, for video games, Chris can attest to this. I've just been exhausted from DJing and, and stuff happening at the house, like my dog got sick and stuff like that. Uh, but I always come back to World of Warcraft on the reg, and I was hard in the paint on Final Fantasy 14 Online for a while. And those those take a little bit of commitment and stuff. But uh, I, w- I do plan on playing Ratchet and Clank. I'm seeing in the chat from Psycho that it is a short, um, kind of kind of playthrough in preparation of the new Ratchet and Clank. And of course, um, I never finished Res 7, and I kind of want. I failed. I wanted to do that before
1: Res 8 came out. We're going to just go with it. Spoilers. Episode 400. Resident Evil 7 and 8 from Sean. <laughs> right.
0: Chris, go ahead and read Eli's and because uh, there was an email in, okay. we, in the
1: Weekly Games Chat Discord I wanted to read. All right. Eli writes in from his iPhone's iPhone, because we always got to make <laughs> sure Eli knows that we know where he sent it. Uh, he says, so I would like to know what your guy's favorite body is in rocket league.
2: Um, Not that. Okay.
1: Because I do. He, I guess because he wants to, I'm like, I'm kind of expecting him to say, because I know mine. And then he was going to say it's this, but he doesn't say that. But uh, also I have to know what you think about the NASCAR pack. Uh, I'm guessing you mean the one that they just put up on the store. Personally, for me, it doesn't do anything um, because I, my favorite body early on, it was the, the dominator or whatever it was for the long time. But as I got more confident in the game, I've pretty much been exclu- exclusively playing with the uh, Octo, whatever it's called. That one, the little small. You said the,
2: you said the dominator?
1: Yeah. It's something like that.
2: I think that's what Sean calls his Richard.
1: Right? At one point for sure. I call mine the Octo. <laughs> uh,
0: wow. <laughs> Explain. Uh, need, no. need
2: explanation because it can fly <laughs> through the air.:
0: <laughs> I'm going to answer this a little different. Uh, my favorite body in rocket League is one that I don't have and can't use. It's
1: the Delorean.: Oh yeah.:
2: no, not, Why yeah. can't you use it?
0: Because I think you had to play the game and get that pack.: I think I can Octane.: buy it, maybe? Thank
1: you. Thank you, Nacho. See, making me feel dumb. Octane is my memory, uh, or Nacho's letting me know my memory knows that's octane, but I'm dumb. It's probably fine. Uh,
0: Eli, you've been been on a roll sending emails. Thank you so much, my friend, for doing that. I always love reading emails. But you guys know the party does not stop there. Uh, Once again, if you do want to send an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. We also promote, and you guys have made a community out of our Discord. Um, And once again, I will let you know if this is the first time you've ever heard this, how to get into that exclusive club, the best in the world. Uh, but we have a section on Discord titled "Emails," and Walter actual sent a pretty pretty good uh, email this week, and I wanted to read that if you guys will indulge. Yeah. Uh, happy Recording Day! This was sent today during the recording. Hey, uh, about twenty. I was going to say about twenty minutes after we started, but it might have been right on time. <laughs> happy Recording Day, gentlemen. <laughs> Just wanted to give a shout out to the WGC community. That's you guys. That's you listening. That's you watching on Twitch. First of all, a thank you to John and Chris, my wife. Your, Your wife. wife and I took a trip to Savannah a few weeks ago, and John helped point us to some good spots, and Chris helped out with his beer expertise. The Terrapin Los Bravos was delicious. Yeah, a lot of people like that. Um, Thanks also to Acid and Nacho. They're, they're sung, but also unsung heroes here running things behind the scenes. I know the guys mention them often, but wanted to give them a shout out to let them know we appreciate what they do. If I forgot any of the mods, mods ban that guy. I apologize. Please keep the ban hammer holstered. Uh, at last, thanks to Saul for X, Tortoise, and Punkhead for my exciting new obsession with F1. Ooh. I've always enjoyed baseball and football, even golf, but none of them have I jumped into so wholly like I have with Formula One. People love it. Uh, th- I, it's crazy, right? Thank y'all for the info and pointers and the chat surrounding the races. Currently, my wife, your, your wife. wife, thinks it's quote fun and is quote excited, but I'm sure she'll be cursing your names before too long. And the rest of the community keeps me laughing and informed through the week. Chris, John, and Sean. Ultimately, this is all y'all's doing. You have established a good community of Richards here. Thank you. Well,
1: That's thank what's you. up. I'm going
0: to give that a um, when I when I can actually when I hover over to it, I'm going to. Add a reaction, and you're going to get the Sean, ooh, face. Oh, God, I gave that to Thimbles. I was going to read that next. Um, <laughs> do I read Thimbles? Do I? We're just going to read it just because it's Thimbles. And, it's and we reaction. know who that is. Well, if I read it, we're going to know exactly who it is. Thimbles writes today at 740, this is John's wife. <laughs> Earlier this evening, he said something like, my wife could tell you. I haven't been on PS5 for a long time. I remember that. This is like an Inception moment. This is, in fact, a lie. I never know what system he is playing on. Just thought you would all like to know that he sits on the throne of lies. Love and light to all. <laughs> oh, my Your God. Your life
1: is built on a throne of lies. Oh, oh
0: my God. That's classic. Um, acid sugar and and is it acid and thimbles? or That's the relation, John? That's how everything works? Or I know that you asked it as family. I just don't know the tie-in. That's why I'm asking that question. Yeah,
2: it's it's on my wife's side of the family. Your wife. My uh, wife's he, side he, of the family.
0: Yeah, it's he says, day. "At Thimble's Happy Mom's Day, your wife, and of course, we definitely send a heartfelt Happy Mother's Day." Now, belated to uh, Thimble, she is amazing. Um, so, yeah, this is this is great. That's the kind of stuff that happens on emails. And as Walter pointed out, um, we are we're like a we're a clique you know click. like we're click. cool oh, click, click click oh, nobody uh, yeah we're always uh, we about to go big Sean on y'all and and y'all weren't ready so but thank you guys um love to everyone listening hearts in the chat for those on Twitch uh you guys make what is the WGC community and um we couldn't be more grateful i'm going to pivot and if you're thinking man i want to be a part of that like how do i how do i do that you know well uh if you go to twitter.com and you search for Weekly Game Chat, you'll find us. And um we have a pinned tweet. See, John, a pinned tweet is uh, a tweet that never goes away until we move it. And on that pinned tweet, it says for those looking for a Discord invite, clicky clicky right here. And it'll get you into the Discord community and you can be a part of all the madness and coolness and nerdness that you want. Uh as I do every week, I go through and see if we have any mentions. And it looks like we kind of do. So let me see what they are quickly. Uh, at uh, Let's say Vince at V Tsunami uh, mentioned us. And let me see what was said. Um, okay, so user at John Rinsinger uh, tweeted, Podcasts live and die on a word of mouth. That's true. What's a podcast you listen to every week you want to give a shout out to? And guess what, guys? At V Tsunami or V Suname, I uh, said at weekly game chat. Three guys coming every week with either a review of some sort, as well as your weekly news and jokes. Great group, of, great group of people. As most of the list is, I'm going to give that a like. Thank you for that shout out. We that's exactly right. We, you thank guys you. do all of the talking for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, that's that's what's up. Somebody asked me, John, have you seen this? And I wanted to point that out this week. Um. I don't know. I don't know why you would need to see this, but it's from call of duty. And it says, does anyone, does anyone, <laughs> John, is this secretly your name? Now I see what the audience said this for call of duty tweeted. Does anyone know survivor? John number one hundred ninety sixty two? Uh Their war zone, war zone report is a site to be seen. Um, and a zero one R Says uh, to at weekly Games chat has John seen this? They are implying, sir, that that's your secret name oh, when you play Call of Duty, and you have they're
2: five, on to me. <laughs> five
0: hundred and fifty-two kills, zero deaths, seven hours played, five wins out of five games played.
2: Yeah, that's right, that's
0: me. That's totally John, John. Rambo John. activated. That's totally John. And also, it was good to hear um, one of our one of our one of our homies uh, at Mikado Corp um, had a flight. And um, he was going, he was too nervous to sleep. And he said, God bless the Switch. And he posted a, a selfie, of course, with the face mask on. But the Nintendo bag that you're carrying is like a digital camo Nintendo bag. If you want to see that, go check out our Twitter because I copied. I'm sorry, I replied. I, I hoped it was a safe flight. And I told him that was a, a really B.A. Switch case. Um, and he he noted that it was a cool case. He'd never seen anything Nintendo in camo before. So it was love at first sight, Much like much like I did. Um, what's today's date? The 11th, uh, Raymond price wanted to give a shout out to us. Still an amazing video game podcast with honest reviews and great conversation. Game on you guys. I'm gonna give that a like, Game uh, that's what's up. And apparently at the end of last week, um, apparently we have a best quote in 2021 podcast history going so far. Um, I I think I said this, I don't want to take credit. So please correct me if it wasn't me, John and or Chris, but the line is. I never got builded up to bus. So, I can't remember. I can think have that, that. I think that was me, and it was just what we do.
2: And it sounds like <laughs> something you would say.
0: Exactly. Um, we're almost. We're almost done. We're wrap. We're We're gonna go get it. Okay. We're wrap because we're almost is done. This, is this when I'm supposed
1: to start the music?
0: Tinley. No, Tinley. Tinley wanted. Um, she's she's really hungry. Mom was gonna make spaghetti. Is she making spaghetti? Oh, okay okay well let me finish the show baby girl and then we'll we'll figure it out okay I got you I promise do you want to say hello to everybody you just want to say hey what's up hello, <laughs> hello. that was the weirdest hello uh, but yeah that should wrap it up for this week um, once again if you want to write in on an email to us weeklygamechat at gmail.com if you want to be a part of our discord community you go over to twitch you find that pinned tweet and you come in twitch I'm sorry twitter I said Twitch, but it's Weekly Game Chat on Twitter. Um, this has been episode 307, boys and girls. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, John, Chris, you got anything else to add? We're good to go. Good to go. All right, well, in that case, what I normally do here is remind you that wherever you get the podcast, um, we're, all, we're all over the place. Give us a five-star rating to help other people find it if you can. If you want to be mean, just give us a four-star. Don't drop any lower. To Chris and John, like I do every week, I say game on Chris, game on John, game on John, game, game on Chris, game on Sean, <laughs> game on John. And, and also like we do right after that, we end with our, our taglines and mine simply is peace out, everybody. Your
1: mom's box.